AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. More than basketball. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, the best part of the week for me, introducing my partner and friend. Yeah, wake up, wake up, wake up. We got it, we got it. All right, already. Okay. My partner, my friend, the man who is the hardest working man in show business today. The one and only Brian No. Hello, B. Man. How are you? I'm great, Andy Furman. How are you doing this morning? Huh? How are things? How's well, everything feel, in your world? I feel for you because what happened with Portland, but we'll get to that in a second. But uh, I, I've had an interesting week. I had to go to the dentist because I, I cracked a tooth. I don't know how that happened. Hmm. And then uh, finally, week number, and I hate to cry. I mean, look, I'm here. Thank goodness I'm here. This is week number three with the sciatica going down my leg, but I want to thank Blue Emu because I'm just about done with it now. I feel great. I really do. But I've had some problems with that sciatica. I don't know if you've ever had it. it runs down your back, your leg. It's Oh, boy. So I'm finished with that. So other than what that, is things it? are what, great. What, I don't get it. What is it that runs down your back? It's just it's, like it's a, a back nerve, pain? It's a, your back pain, the nerve pitching. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, a muscle, whatever it may be, I don't know. I must have lifted something, you know, uh, doing some weights, whatever. And were you doing like some- lunges with 
20, like with 80 pound dumbbells on each hand? What are you doing over there? Five pound dumbbells, actually. But, you know, that's uh, that's what I do. And, and anyway, we got to We got to talk about Brian Fenley's podcast. We got to do that before we get involved with anything else. Brian Fenley is working his tail off. There's like a podcast an hour with this guy. Every hour puts on a podcast. <laughs> and you were on. And I want to thank you for the kind words you said about me on that podcast. Yeah, I don't know what got into me that day, you know, know. but uh, you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding, man. No, you do a great job, Andy Furman. So Brian Fenley, your son, was asking me about you, and I spoke the truth. You know, I said you are a distributing point guard. There are a lot of people in sports radio that are score-first point guards. They're looking to shine themselves, and you do a great job of dishing the rock to me and trying to make other people shine. So that's one of your greatest skills, Andy Furman. That's rare in this business. So you are, you're like the North Star to a lot of people who drive shows in this business. They could learn a lesson from you, Andy Furman. You know, you bring a great point up there because a lot of times I'll listen to shows, uh, be it on this network or others, where they have partners working, and it's almost like one tries to outshine the other. That's right. It happens all the time, man. I know, because they want to show how much they know. And honestly, I've learned over the years, sometimes knowledge isn't the most important thing doing sports talk radio. I mean, there are people that can recite statistics from the last 30 years. It doesn't mean anything. Have an opinion and just be yourself, and that's it. It's, it's not trying to compute anybody here. And look, how many times have I been wrong in your mind when we talk oh, about this? Right, almost every Not just time. my mind, Andy, just like just wrong. You could have <laughs> In your stopped. heart and soul. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happened it's before, sure. Right. And it's, who cares? You go on. But, but too many people take it personally, and you can't. I mean, it's only sports. Really? And we yeah. talk about more than basketball. What about last night? You talk about the Lakers. And I thought about this while I'm watching the Lakers go past your Portland Trailblazers, 131-122. And honestly, I, I get credit props to the Portland Trailblazers. Nine guys on the bench, right? And they fought with them. And the game was like tied with like six, seven minutes to go at 109. Yeah. They, they gave them everything they got. They didn't fold. I love that. I really do. Yeah, they fought hard. They gave great effort. No Damian Lillard. But like you said, it was tied with about six-ish minutes to go in the game. So they, they played well. And if not for a barrage of turnovers down the stretch, who knows? They might have been able to be uh, – might, it might have been even more of a fourth-quarter game. If it's a fourth-quarter game with uh, three minutes to go, two minutes to go, who knows? Maybe they pull it out. But they just didn't have an answer for LeBron or Anthony Davis. And we know the deal with the Blazers. They're just allergic – to playing good defense. You know how some people are allergic to cats and they're like, I can't, I can't be around cats. That's how the Blazers are with defense, at least team wise. They're pathetic. They've got to get a lot better defensively. When Anthony Davis goes for 43 points on 14 for 18 shooting like that normally doesn't happen. He went for 43 points on 18 shots. That's just amazing. He's absolutely dominant. So the Blazers had no answers for those two guys. But you know, to go about defense, I, I will say this. You know, Los Angeles, the Lakers had like two towers in there. They had Dwight Howard. They had LeBron in there. They had Anthony Davis. And still I'm seeing Portland go down the lane for layups. So, you know, I, I had a problem with the Lakers defense as well. They were let, letting them go right down the paint when they had two twin towers in there. Right, yeah, you could tell it was one of these games where the Lakers were like, yeah, we can just kind of crank it up when it really matters, and that's going to be that. So they didn't play great team defense throughout the evening. They didn't tighten the screws until late, 
And uh, then they just hit another gear and the Blazers were like, well, okay, all right, we fought hard, uh, but we're undermanned. We're the lesser team, even if we weren't undermanned. So it's not exactly one, two, three Cancun. It's like one, two, three, my own bed. Not bad when you get to leave the bubble and go home and get the uh, comforts of home. You know, there were three games yesterday, and honestly, I thought the Laker game would be the one blowout game, and certainly that was the best game of the night. It really was, because the Bucks rolled over the Magic. They really did, 118-104, and, and James Harden came to play yesterday oh. with 31, 114-80 to 80 over Oof. the Thunder. So basically, those two games were blowouts, and I thought the Laker game would, would be a blowout that would put Portland away with nine guys and no Damian. Didn't work out that way. No, and uh, look, I thought that it would be a – an easier win for the Lakers, but they let their guard down, and uh, the Blazers took advantage of that and made it a, a game in the fourth quarter, at least midway through. But the Lakers, they're just too talented, especially with Dame being down. So it'll be interesting to see the next round. It looks like it's most likely. I don't want to be p- premature here because Oklahoma City, they could rally against Houston, even being down three games to two. So it's not a certainty that the Lakers are going to play the Rockets. But if they do, man, that is advantage Lakers. Come on, yeah. they're just going to punish that small ball lineup of Houston right. Right. Uh, the next round. But we'll see. We'll see if Houston can win one more game and take on the Lakers next oh, round. I want to go back to the Lakers for, because certainly the game of basketball is great that they're playing, but I think there's a, there's a shadow holding over this because we didn't even think they'd have basketball. And the Lakers are one of two teams that really want to check out for the season when they had the protest the other day. And uh you know, to me, uh, you, there's just so many different responses to the situation. And I think right now, my situation is this. if and, and I think I've changed over the years. I really have. If you're an athlete, I think you have the right or the responsibility to speak out. You really do because you have that platform. And, and for them to not play, I, I think is foolish because they would not have that platform. Moreover, I'll go this way. LeBron James wanted to kill it. They wanted to just end the season right there, and I think the Clippers and the Lakers were the only two teams that wanted to go in that direction. I think if they really wanted social change, they should have quit it. They should have stopped. You know, one game to miss in two days, whatever it may be, it made a point. But you really want to make a point for social justice, shut it down. And I hate to say that because I love basketball and I love the playoffs, but you want to make a deal here? You want to do something for social justice and police brutality and something with the NBA? Shut the whole thing down. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's one of these deals where I think there's a lot of assuming going on, meaning because the the players are playing, because the playoffs are continuing, there's this reaction of, that didn't do anything at all. And, like, how do you know that? How do right. you know that there aren't any team owners that are pushing and using their influence to help bring about change? And talking to lawmakers and trying to strive for things to happen. How do people know that isn't taking place? So there's a lot of assuming going on here. And I think there's a lot of assuming the other way, where if they did say, you know what, we're boycotting the playoffs altogether, as if, boom, change immediately, guaranteed. Like, really? How can you be sure of that? I just think there's so much assuming going on with Boycotting the playoffs altogether, not boycotting, boycotting for a couple of days. It's just, there's a lot of assuming going on with what could have happened, what would have happened. I just don't know that you can say that factually. Right. No, you're exactly right. And I tell you what, there's another factor over here, too. I think that the longer they would not play, 
the more the fan base would erode because a lot of people are just fed right. up. I mean, there are still people upset about the kneeling. There's still people set up, fed up about athletes. Just like, you know, Laura. remember Laura Ingram, the talk show host, the national mm-hmm. talk show host? She said, LeBron, just shut up and dribble. You know, where is that statement now? Where is she now? She's hiding somewhere in the woods. And she said, that just shut up and dribble. No. If you're an athlete, you have a platform, and you have something to say, regardless of social conditions, speak. Speak. And if you don't speak, I think you're doing an injustice to yourself and, and your peers and, and society as well. Well, I think that, yes, you use your platform to your advantage. And, you know, if you just put on... Sports Center. if you're watching a highlight show and you're seeing a recap of the day that was, you're catching a lot of sound bites. You're catching a lot of images. They're continuing to push the message, right? And continue right. the momentum in a positive direction. I look at it like this. If you basically take the microphone away from yourself, I don't think that's incredibly beneficial. So to continue the playoffs and to be able to utilize that platform going forward... I think there's a lot of good that comes from that. And there are a lot of people that they just want this message to go away. And I think you help that message go away if you discontinue the playoffs and you take that microphone away from yourself. It's like, yeah, there are some players like LeBron who have great profiles and they have a lot of cachet. And if there are no playoffs, yeah, they can put things out there on social media and it's going to get some traction. But there are a lot of players that don't come close to having the same profile and the same stage that LeBron has. And George Hill is one of them from the Bucks, who basically was the, I guess, the guy, who, the ringleader, if you will, when the Bucks decided not to play the other night. That's right. Like, if there are no NBA playoffs, is it making news each day what George Hill is putting on his Twitter feed? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it making news every day what Jalen Brown of the Celtics is putting on his Twitter page? Doc Rivers, he gave... I don't know if you call it a speech, but he made some great comments yes, he did. a couple of days ago. They were powerful. It was, but he's almost in tears saying, just treat us equally. What if there's no NBA playoffs? Is he putting that on his social right. media account and it's making exactly. news? I don't think so. I think all of that stuff is important to keep the momentum going. We love America. They don't love us back. That was touching. That was gut-wrenching when he said that. I mean, I watched that. It was unreal. But the funny thing is the NBA now has announced like some new initiatives, and one of them is to have like some of the arenas around the NBA be his voting places. And I'm wondering right now, just thinking out loud, if it wasn't a presidential election year, would they even care about the voting places? I think because it is a presidential election this year, that that was one of the initiatives that that the players wanted. It's a big deal to vote. They're doing promos on TV. Get out and vote. And I get it. I understand why. But you know they want they want to change, and the change has to be at the top with the president. They want him out, obviously. And if LeBron James calls Trump a bum, they want him out. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I just like that you call it initiatives. It's it's <laughs> kind of like how you say if it's o eight, you say ought eight. Right. Initiatives. We can add that to the list over there. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's something from it's a Brooklynese, if you will, perhaps. I Initiatives. Know. I Initiative. like that. You sound very well read saying it that way. I try to be really. I fool people at times. There we go. But if you want to get on Twitter, you can. You can at the No Show N O E Show the No Show at Andy Furman FSR. A lot of call. I think we're going to get some calls today on on the situation that's happening in just and around. Please sport. don't be idiots. You know, if we yeah, if just you state call, your just, opinion. Just, please, yeah, just, please don't be morons. That's all right. I ask. Nope. You know? That that's what they say about us. 
Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> eight seven right. seven. It's mutual, right? We want right. the same things from each right. other. We attract them. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Our lineup second to none. Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P in this hour. Bottom barrel betting in hour two, and of course Brian No and No's picks in hour number three. But wait a minute, there's a major change in the works. That's next. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Don't throw those tickets away just yet. We'll tell you why in just about a minute. 20 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And we are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And college football did get underway. College football yesterday. Austin P. playing with Central Arkansas. Did you watch the game at all? I did, actually. I knew <laughs> yeah, you I watched a good part of the end of it. And uh, hey, man. It's almost like we've been starving, just starving for food, and someone throws us a package of ramen noodles. And I love some ramen, but it's not, you know, it's not a a five-star meal. But just because we've been so starving, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. This is the best meal ever. So, yeah, it was great. It was fun to watch Austin P. in Central Arkansas duke it out last night. And something like 2,200 fans in the stands, I understand that, but they have a capacity of maybe 20,000 there. They only have 2,200 people in there with masks and social distancing, of course. Yeah, 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 right. (laughs) That was definitely taking place. Uh, But, you know, it's one of these, and I'm sure we'll get into it later, Andy Furman. With the Big Ten, I think that's what leads to the Big Ten talking about maybe starting around Thanksgiving is I picture it like a college party. You know, if there's a college party 
happening. If you're a college student, you're like, man, you know, I kind of want to go to the party. Even though there isn't social distancing, even though they're not wearing masks at this party, you're like, you know, I don't know. The music sounds fun. Like, it's loud from the outside. There's girls there. We want to go. Like, Not a good idea. Not a good idea to go to that party. But that's what the Big Ten is looking. They're From their standpoint, they're like, the ACC, the SEC, all these conferences, they're about to be partying. We saw a little bit of the FCS. There's this party going on. We kind of want to go to the party. And, and, and sadly, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a great idea to join that party, unfortunately. And I want them to go to the party. I really do. But, you know, the Big Ten, speaking of the Big Ten, back on the 11th of August, they became the first Power Five conference to postpone its full football season. Now, I'm glad they used the word postpone instead of cancel because now it looks like they make the discussion. They may come back Thanksgiving weekend uh, to play football again. And honestly, you know, what, where's the change? I mean, what happened? What happened between August 11th and now for them to make a decision? Was it the parental pressure? Because the parents really went. They had a rally at the shoe at Ohio State Stadium yesterday. The parents were there. I mean, I can't believe the parental pressure would cause the commissioner to change his mind. I can't believe. Although coaches are putting some pressure on the commissioner as well to play. It's just so bad. It really is. Just to kick around this idea of starting around Thanksgiving. First off, there's so many problems with it. How is that season going to work in the heart of winter? Like, you don't have enough time to be part of the college football playoff anyway. I don't get that at all. So I think that's a, a foolish plan. And to really contradict yourself, the reasons that Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren gave for initially postponing the fall season was that they didn't have answers to some really important questions relating to COVID. They didn't know what was going to happen with the heart issues. They didn't know about testing and rapid response tests. And there were all kinds of unanswered questions that are still unanswered. So, like, how are you kicking around the idea to start around Thanksgiving if you don't have answers to those questions? And those were the reasons that you postponed the season to begin with. Right. You know, obviously, the COVID answers, they're not going to get those. They're not going to get those for who knows when. But playing during a winter season could be rough. However, Barry Alvarez, the athletic director of Wisconsin, says they're looking at maybe playing in indoor venues like Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy, Ford Field in Detroit, and mm-hmm. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, which is good for some, but not for all, because look, it, there's a home field advantage, obviously, although there probably won't be many fans, if any fans, in those stands anyway. Right. Well, that makes sense. If <laughs> you're. If you're making the best out of a bad situation, which is the weather in those months, okay, but I just think this is the worst idea of the three, and the three choices are start in September with everybody else, wait until the springtime, or start around Thanksgiving. I think starting around Thanksgiving is the worst of those three options, and whether you agree with that or not, you're completely contradicting what you initially said. I think that's one thing. It can't leave the meeting room. If you're kicking around this idea, it just cannot leave the meeting room because you look like bumbling idiots to be discussing these things. And at the very least, Andy, wait to see how the first couple of weeks play out with the Power Five conferences. Like, what makes you believe this is the time to go for it? Look at LSU. They had all but four offensive linemen that were in that weren't in quarantine. Everybody else was in quarantine, right. right? Like, I don't see what would make you think, "Oh gosh, we're almost in the clear now with COVID." So we got to join the party. We're the Big Ten. We got to get 
on board with this. No, just wait until the first couple of weeks play out. If it seems to be okay and it seems like it's getting off the ground, like it's a flight, okay, then you discuss talking about starting around Thanksgiving. Until then, I think it's completely premature and it's a complete reversal. You're pulling a 180. It's not a good look by you at all. Right, not a good look because the Big Ten obviously on the 11th of August canceled the season and there's nothing now to suggest that things have changed, if any, since that point in time. So they look foolish. At least the SEC, Big 12, and the ACC is going, forging ahead. You're better off saying, let's go and see what happens. And then maybe cancel if you have to, God forbid, after the first couple of weeks. You know, a lot of conferences are doing that. The AAC, the American Athletic, they're playing football. But who knows if they could continue or finish their season. But at least they didn't start, stop, and start again. That's the thing. And the Big Ten foolish, foolish. They, they look like idiots. They really do because they do. I, I don't understand what has changed. There's no vaccine right now unless there's been a lot of pressure, as I say, from coaches and or parents. Well, it's a couple of things. It's uh, the money. Money. We always course, say yeah. follow the money. Yeah. And also you're trying to like limit the amount of games played in one calendar year. I get that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, I, you know, it's. I think that if you are going to come out initially and say, look, it's unsafe. We don't have answers to some really key questions. Therefore, we're going to wait until the springtime. Is that If that's what you initially say, and you still don't have answers for those questions, but you are completely reversing your stance, it goes back to what I originally said, Andy. It's just like a party on a college campus. And you're one of these students, and you're like, yeah, I kind of want to go to the party. That's what the Big Ten is doing. <laughs> but right, right. If, if you haven't, if you initially said, look, going to the party is too dangerous, I don't have answers to key questions, and then you just hear that loud music, and you hear some girls <laughs> yelling and screaming, and you're like, you know, I kind of want to go. If Let you haven't gotten answers to those questions, you're just, you're just buckling. Really, that's what it comes down to at that point. Well, one of the reasons, I guess, and you hit it right on the head, they didn't want to have maybe two seasons in one year. So they want to disrupt the 2021 football fall season. But what makes me sick is when I hear athletic directors and coaches, it's all about the health and safety for our kids. No, it's not. No. no, it is not. It's about the green salvation. It's about the green cabbage and the guilt. It's about the money, and they don't want to lose it, and there's a lot of money to be lost. And look, we heard from Alvarez several weeks ago from Wisconsin said almost $100 million might be lost if they don't play football. What right. is that going to mean? Layoffs in the department? Sports to be canceled? Whatever it may be. It's not a good thing, but that's life today in 2020. Well, it just it cracks me up where a lot of coaches have said this, that it's safer on the football field or that's the safest place or things along those lines. And it's like, look, man, unfortunately, it isn't safe either place on the football field or off of it in terms of trying to avoid COVID. Again, look at LSU. They were down to four offensive linemen. You got to have five (laughs) actually at a minimal on the field. You need more than that. You need backups just in case of injury. They were down to four offensive linemen. Do you think that, I don't know, maybe that had something to do with practicing on a football field? I'm thinking probably so, right? So don't get into this silly argument of, well, it's uh, it's safer on the football field than off of it. If it isn't safe on the football field either, who cares if it's marginally safer? If it's still dangerous, it doesn't matter if it's safer or not. 
Right. And what I worry about, they started high school football this past weekend in Cincinnati, well, in Ohio, the state of Ohio, which is a very big football area. Ohio is big time football. And I hope, I hope to goodness there are no COVID cases coming to, to life because I don't want to see these kids get hurt or sick. I really sure. don't. But they decided to play. And, uh, you know, one of the games was on national TV last night, St. Xavier of Ohio, of Cincinnati. And I just, I, I just hope, I pray. And they didn't have many fans in the stands, obviously. But still, if you're a parent, I, I just don't understand. I guess they want to see their kids get those scholarships. I guess that's the only reason why parents are pushing their kids to play. Other than that, I, I don't understand why. Well, hey, man, knock know. on wood, things work out. They want to compete. Yes. It's, it's not you know, set in stone that you're going to contract COVID. I think your odds are greater if you play. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a tough time right now, man. You know, we, we want to see... Players get out there and compete, and I, I just wish wish it were a safer time, man. But it's just not at this stage, I'm with sadly. You. He. Yes, he's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life, and opting out is dangerous, and one coach tells you why next, but here's danger, Brian Fenley with the latest. Guys, and I just wanted to add that, look, we don't want to understate any health concerns, but it is an election year, and conference leaders perhaps could be making a political statement, and that's what they said, Kevin Warren, in a recent Yahoo Sports article where he wanted to make a political statement, and even if they start by Thanksgiving... It's after the election. Uh, The Lakers startle the Trailblazers 131-122 to take the first round series in five games. Portland playing this game without an injured Damian Lillard. LeBron James and Anthony Davis powder up the stat sheet with a combined 79 points. The Rockets go to three games to two in their lead of the opening round matchup against the Thunder. After a 114-80 victory, James Harden 31 points. The Bucks dispel the Magic 118-104 to win that series in five. NHL playoffs, the Golden Knights mortified the Canucks 3-0 to take a 2-1 lead in their second round series. The Islanders broadside the Flyers 3-1 to inch ahead 2-1 overall. In baseball, Mike Trout logging 6 RBI in the Angels 16-3 thumping of the Mariners. The Rockies outlast the Padres in walk-off style 4-3. The Astros take both in a doubleheader with the A's, winning that second game 6-3. George Springer homering. The Dodgers continue to dominate after they devour the Rangers 7-4. L.A. shoots up to 25-10 on the season. And how about those Tampa Bay Rays 23-11 after they take down the Marlins for nothing as we send it back to Andy Furman and Brian Owen. Andy, I hope you can get your teeth all worked out. If you need some extra dentures, I'm sure I can overnight some to you. All right. Okay. I'm I'm going to knock yours out in about two minutes. (laughs) How's that? All right. We'll see you in an hour. A reason to play ball. That's coming right up. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. By the way, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part? Figuring out which way is easier. And I got to run this by Brian No, And of course, Brian Fenley as well, because during the update, he said it was a political statement to play for the Big Ten to start after Thanksgiving. I don't get it. Maybe, maybe I'm a zero here. I don't understand what kind of political statement would it be to start after the election. Help me out here. You know, fellas, would you please? I don't, well, I don't get the... the uh, a lot of it is, well, President Trump, he's talked about uh, a lot of Republican states are continuing to forge ahead and... He's pointing this. He's pointing the finger at Democratic 
states and saying, hey, you know, what's the deal? Scaredy cats, <laughs> right? Like, so there are a lot of people making this out to be a political issue when I think a lot of it isn't. It's just made out to be. I think it's same thing with the mask wearing. It's made out to be a political thing when it's it's really not. It's just a safety thing. It's just a courtesy thing, if you will. But there are a lot of things that have been politicized. And uh, that's one of the things there where, and I agree with you, Andy, sometimes things aren't a political issue, but they're made out to be a political issue. Right. Right. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up for me, because obviously Brian could not do that for me. So uh, you did. I'm glad you did. Really. Well, I'm here for you, even when your son isn't. You You always. Exactly. I'll be your honorary By the way, speaking of, you, (laughs) thank you. Speaking of opting out, you know, Kansas coach Les Miles said something the other day. He took the philosophy that a step further by saying, uh, Players choosing to opt out of the season are making life more dangerous for themselves. And I'm going to quote him now. He said, if they opt out because of the pandemic, then they opt into the pandemic. So, <laughs> you know, so ridiculous. I, you know I, I, I know, but I, I guess it's one of those things I'm throwing out a life preserver so we could play football. I'm telling my guys, don't opt out because we really want to have a season. We're scheduled to play and I need you guys. Please don't opt out. I want you to play. Listen, I want to have a season too. You know me. I love ball. I'm all about ball. I love football. Yes. I adore the sport. But like that's just a silly statement to say you're opting into the pandemic if you don't play football. I again, it goes back to this, Andy. It isn't safe either place in terms of trying to avoid COVID. It's not safe on a college campus or just going to your local grocery store. It's just not a safe time, you know? And on the football field, it's the same thing. If you don't catch, like, if you don't have a test come back positive right away, and detect that someone is positive for COVID and they're on a football field, guess what? That's a dangerous scenario also. No one breathes on you without a mask at the grocery store. No one comes up to you and just starts breathing all over you. It doesn't happen. That happens on a football field all the time. And if it hasn't been detected that that person breathing on you has COVID, well, guess what? Your risk of contracting COVID just skyrocketed. So I hate these coaches saying, oh, gosh, it's a magical fortress on the football field. If you're opting out of the season, you're opting into the pandemic. It's just so stupid. It's almost selfish. When you think about it, it's almost a selfish remark for a coach to say, look, there's no bubble for college football. And I'm not so certain if they even played within the bubble, it would be safe because of the the, the, the uh, touching, the blocking, the spitting on one another in college football. Look, and, and there's so many more guys on the field than basketball. Yeah, basketball's tough and, and there's contact, but it's five on five and it's not as much, I wouldn't think. I mean, certainly you sweat on one another, but it's not as bad, I wouldn't think, as, as a football game. But, you know, the, the people who are pro Pro playing football on the college level is always an advantage. And what the advantage is, they conduct three tests. Tests don't mean anything. What does test mean? Tests would only tell you if you have COVID. What, they're going to get three tests, two PCR tests, and one rapid antigen test per week. Big freaking deal. So what? Get a test, and then all of a sudden you're told you got COVID, then you got to stay away for 14 days. I don't get it. Is that an advantage to be tested? No, it's, well, listen, it's just, it's detection. And that's the one thing. These are the two main weapons against COVID is testing, which leads to detecting whether you have it or not. And then it's isolation. It's if you do have it, then you isolate and you don't spread it around. 
That's what we got. That's what we're looking at. Those are the two main weapons against COVID. And if it isn't detected right away, then it's a huge problem in the sport of football. And look, Andy, it's time for the other public service announcement is uh, we pump the brakes for a second and say, we're not rooting for COVID. (laughs) Like We are not (laughs) cheering for COVID. We're just saying, look, look at this objectively. If you're comparing it to baseball or the NBA... Right, the NBA has a bubble, so that's an unfair comparison. If you compare it to baseball and say, "Hey, look, zero tests," it's looking better for college football based on what's happening with baseball. It's like there are so many more players on a football roster, especially in college. These MLB players, they're not on a college campus. Remember the Indians pitchers, where their teammates were bent out of shape. And because those two pitchers, yeah, they yeah. went out on their own and they were shady about it and all. Like, think about that compared to a football player on a college campus. Like, I get why the Indians teammates were upset about the pitchers going out and basically lying about it. I totally get that. But compare just that act to a college football player being on a college campus around thousands of other kids. You know, I don't think you can point to baseball and say, hey, things are going pretty well right now, so we should be okay in college football. It's just wishful thinking, man. It's just not the same thing. I would think that a college campus is dangerous alone, regardless if you play football or not. But to play football, it's an added danger. It really is. Because you're on the campus, you're going to parties, you're going around, you're screwing around. And look, I get it. You're a college (laughs) kid between 18 and 22. That's what you do. That's what you go to college for. And then you go to school, right? That's what it's for, the social aspect of it. And then play football? Oh, boy. It's rough. So, Les Miles, I give you credit. I do like you, but... You're off base yeah. on this one. You really are. You're way off base. Off base. Really a off little base. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I, I get it. He's begging for his guys to play. Please don't opt out. I need you. I need you guys. There we go. Brian No, Andy Furman. We call it Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, you can yell and you could scream all you want as long as you keep your distance. To the Bronx we go. Bronx Talk Radio. It's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner, 14 minutes before the top of the hour. He is Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We call it Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio, and we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But before we go to the Bronx, there's some breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yeah, we guys, we have a note from Adam Schefter of ESPN, and this just from him. The Jags and Vikings have agreed to a trade that would send franchise defensive end Yannick and and Gonkwa. Ngakwe, Ngakwe, sorry, to the Vikings for a second and conditional fifth-round pick that could also become as high as a third-round pick. So Ngakwe, big move here. This just in in the early morning from Adam Schefter. Were you playing video games at the same time, Brian Fenley? Are you multitasking over there? What's going on? No, I just... Hey, chase, chase down that last name pronunciation for a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was playing Tetris. No. Like father, like son. You sound like I do. <laughs> That's go. a big All deal, right. man. And Gakwe going to the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings in that NFC North replacing uh, Everett uh, Griffin. Remember, he uh, he's yes. a cowboy now. So yes. Griffin's out of there. They're pass rushers. So they get in Gakwe. That's a big deal for the Vikings. And how about the Jags? As they are, they're just looking at Trevor Lawrence like, man, Trevor Lawrence would look great in a Jaguars uniform, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? Come on. Yes, so they're loading would. up. They might have the number one overall pick, but if they don't, they've got a lot of ammunition to move up if they so choose. I'm more shocked that uh, executives in the National Football League are up at like this hour on a Sunday morning making trades. <laughs> That's what I'm shocked sleep. at. It's yeah. unreal. It really is. It really is. But right now, let's go to the Bronx. Guys. Guys. It's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Y'all freaking drunk this morning or what? We all slurring on names out here or something? Ah, let me have a little tip there. on you. What, what'd you say? What'd you say over there? Slur on you. Listen to you. Listen to you. Those are fighting words. Come over here. I can't get over there. You come over here. 
no, slap you. All right. Hey, you know what? We've had some big. We got a lot of sports. We got a lot to get to. Anthony Davis dropped forty three freaking points. Look at this big man over here, huh? You guys impressed? Well, of course, man. He's you a big. He can, he can back you down low. He's got the inside game. Got the outside game. A lot of skill over there, Anthony Davis. He's a uh, there's stud. Not, there's not, there's stud. not a lot of new stuff to talk about the Yankees over here. So we're talking about Anthony Davis, and yeah, he great, great, freaking fantastic. Freaking fantastic. Freaking over fantastic exactly. over here. He's Portland the poster child for freaking fantastic. That's Anthony Davis. That's Anthony He's Davis. Big. Not, I love not AD. The brow. The brow. The brow. The brow. When's he going to shave? I don't know. He's hey. not. It's his trademark. Yeah, I know it is. Speaking of not fan- you said fantastic. The opposite of fantastic. Carmelo Anthony may have bombed out again, but you know what? He says he's found a home in Portland. You got you guys buying this? I am. He scored twenty. Why would you buy night. it though? I'm not buying it quite yet over here, Chris. We'll see if it I works out. He greatly outperformed contract. his contract. He actually played very, very well. I just don't know if he's going to be the guy going forward. If he's not starting, does he want to still be there? There's a lot of questions to be an- this answered. This freaking here guy. This freaking guy said New York was his home, and then suddenly he's out somewhere else. And then he was like, Denver was my home. This guy's got like eight freaking homes over here. His well, he was out of basketball a for a year, though, so I can his see why he's... His home is his paycheck, that's it. Yeah, he's all about Portland over here. He was on the street right. for over a year, and he worked out over in Portland very, very well, so I could understand why he'd want to be back. Yeah, I, I, I think I, they'd I, offer him a deal, don't you think? I, thought nah, I don't know. So nah. I, I'm not positive about that, Andy Furman. We'll have to see how it works out. What not else sure. are they going to uh, get up there, huh? Uh, I, uh, I don't know, but uh, uh, we need someone who plays defense. You know, we they need that. What is this? We? I don't know. I'm, I'm over here. You is know, it your I wear, I wear trailblazers. Your yeah, freaking I wear, guy. I wear trailblazers underwear now. Get used to it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Not not details we need to know in this morning. We usually leave that kind of talk to Andy. But you know what? You want to dive oh. right in, Brian? You go right freaking ahead. What, 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 what are you talking What are you teeing me up for over here? Nothing. I'm not teeing you up. Why do you think I'm teeing you up for something? I'm just busting your balls over here. I don't know. You just threw it to me, and I'm like, what, am I supposed to be setting up something over here? It's your job. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's wrong with, what's wrong with, what's wrong with team, team, team themed underoos? I got no problem with that. Listen to you. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Sometimes I just want to bust balls. Got yeah, he wears pajamas. his Nats underwear over there, Vinay. You know, I got Nothing him. Got him all. National is red. It's the See? only time I Listen wear red. Listen to you. Listen yeah. to you. We are yeah, break, yeah. See, Vinay's girl says that Vinay doesn't look good in a red hat, but she's like, he looks wonderful in red underwear. That's what red she draws. says. Listen to get you. Listen on. to you. Listen uh, to you. Sometimes I'm not teeing up for anything except to get off on this on this 18 court a whole course over here. You know. So anyway. Uh. Hey, guess what? We got some NFL news. Matt Nagy still won't say who the Bears' core quarterback starter is freaking going to be. Because they both stink. That's why. Yeah, He's that's like, not a man, good thing I got, when the coach doesn't know. I, I got stink number one. I got stink number two over here. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to pull want, the trigger on either. You want these old olives? You want these coin. old pickles? What do you want? Yeah. No, he's going to flip a coin or wait for one of those guys to get late. That's what he's going to do. Listen to you. That's very grim. Waiting for just one of them to take a spill. That's huh? what he's going to do. They both stink. <laughs> why, why? I mean, it's Chicago. Andy, I know it's Chicago, but they're not just going to have a freaking accident over here. It's not It's not the 1930s. No, no, it's not I mean, freaking hurt, Al Capone. Hurt. No, hurt on the playing field, you yeah, fool. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's what you mean. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time to guys in Chicago, you know? You know, I got I, I know where they bought Barry Jimmy Hoffa and all. Yeah, I know. I know what you know, Andy. That was in New York, in New Jersey. In the no, it was in Detroit. It was? Uh, Who has a know. worse quarterback situation than the Bears right now? Seriously. Who mm. is it? I, I mean, I put, I put Washington on that list, list maybe. Washington's a good one. I might put Washington at the top. Washington's a freaking good one over there. Redskins could be. 
Do you have any Washington football team underwear over there, Vinay? I do. I got like three pairs. Yeah, there you go. It just says it just says team on the backside. Go team. Yeah. Well, let's get to the weirdest story I've seen this freaking week over here. So I was just talking with Brian about that. You guys know there is a language of Scotland called Scots. It is, it's its own language, kind of like Irish is language to the Irish, right? So Wikipedia is in every freaking language out here, including in Scots. Well, that's what we thought until it was revealed this week by an actual native Scots speaker that Wikipedia Scots was is not being written in actual Scots. Instead, nearly every article has been written by some some guy in North Carolina who is a self-professed furry who all he was doing was writing it in mangled, broken freaking English like a Glaswegian over here instead of an actual Scots. Wait a minute, if I'm, if I'm understanding this, you're telling me that all for things on Wikipedia years. aren't exactly totally accurate? Is that what I'm taking away from yes, this? Yes, yes, everything no, is not accurate. It's not in the freaking language. What are your language? two words, Andy Furman? What are the two words? Who cares? <laughs> you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We saw the action, now we're waiting for results. That's coming right up, but right now it's time to say, Wake up, America! Right. That's the wrong number! Oh, it is? All right. I'm sorry. You just read the list. Oh, all right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, here he is, the one, the only Hardest working man in show business today, the brains of this outfit, my friend and partner, but he's not my best friend like Mike Harmon is to Jason Smith, but he's my good friend. He's a good friend. He's my buddy. The one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I got to tell you oh. what, Andy. That was your worst intro I know. as I know. Apple as Cinnamon like, to date I'm over so, here. You know, don't so really hard. do a great job. Like, I, this is my guy and yada yada. You just said, I'm not your best friend. What kind of ringing endorsement is that? Who no. is your best friend, huh? Who is it over there in the Kentucky slash Ohio area? I don't have area? many friends. Well, I never go Rob out. Parker. I friends. Is Rob Parker your best friend? Who's your best friend, like, Andy? I do like Rob. We went to the same school together. Rob. I'm a woman. Is that right? The, what? What? Yeah. Same? Which Columbia school was University. it? Columbia University. No kidding. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Very he's nice. So, Queens, so he's higher Brooklyn. on the totem pole than I am. No, What's not at all. Look, you're a great friend, but I, could, I only see you on Sunday. You know By what the I'm way, saying? So. You know, Andy, one of my favorite stupid things about this show, and I mean that lovingly, is I love when Chris, who is manning the controls, technical producer extraordinaire, <laughs> our guy Chris, in the second hour, he'll play sound bites that have nothing to do with anything. Right. When you just come back and start to introduce that hour. I look forward to that. I don't know why. I think it's hilarious when he plays. The more off the wall, the more it has nothing to do with anything, the better. And right. you just go along. You're a complete pro and you just keep pushing keep pushing forward. You know, It doesn't even phase I, you. I think that's I tune hilarious. Him out. I tune them out. I usually yeah. do, really. I By the way, those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Thank you. We got a compliment. And, you know, normally <laughs> in, in sports talk radio, people go on Twitter, go on social media to kind of rip you to bits. And really, that's what they do. They call you on the phone. They disagree with you. But Mr. J. Frank Rodriguez on Twitter says, 
very much likes your show. He likes our show. Uh, you, meaning you, Brian No, and me, agree with you on all your takes regarding COVID and playing college football. Normally, I can't wait, but these are not normal times. I can wait. So, Mr. J. Frank Rodriguez, thank you for being part of the Sunday morning crew, so to speak, yeah. here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you. Right. Yeah. And, uh, hey, that's great. And I think, look, there are people that see it differently. I, I think this, Andy, Twitter doesn't have to be the bathroom graffiti of social media. <laughs> you know, that's really what Twitter is, right? right. That's the perfect yeah. way. Iowa Sam once said that. And that's so accurate where you know how bathroom graffiti, graffiti works. Every now and then you see something and you're like, that's freaking hilarious right there. Right. Come on. And then you'll see something else and you're like, wow, that is disgustingly racist you know like that's what twitter has turned out to be and it doesn't have to be one or the other you can still have an opposite opinion and instead of name calling you guys are morons just state your opinion and back it up right? right like there's a reasonable argument to be made on the other end i just don't see how it's a a safe time to be forging ahead playing college football when they have a lot of other challenges that other sports don't. Roster size compared to right. baseball, not having a bubble no compared bubble, to basketball. Yeah. Like, so, but the point is this, Andy. Whatever your stance is, just make your stance known. Back it up. You know, use some data. Yeah. Make a good argument. You don't have to go straight to name calling. That's all. Right, And one could agree to disagree. Yeah. There's no problem there, but that's the problem with social injustice right now in America. People are just like, it's not my oh, way. Man. Go to the yes. highway if it's not my way. By the way, basketball was back yesterday, although the game in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee game uh, was obviously set for Wednesday night. I go to the Laker game, I guess. The Laker game was set for Wednesday Both. night. Yeah, yeah, all three yeah, right. yesterday right. were set for Wednesday. Right, but-, but the players decided not to play in the three games scheduled that day to protest racial injustice following the shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and uh, games on Friday were also postponed. And yesterday, uh, the Lakers advance 131-122 over the Trailblazers. Uh, James Harden scores 31. Rockets beat the Thunder. They take a 3-2 lead in that series. And the Bucks oust Orlando Magic in Orlando. 118-104. They take that series in five games. But the, the big story is this. You know, with the protest and the cancellation of the games, I think it has to be made clear by one George Hill of the Milwaukee Bucks that basically it was not a stunt. And let's hear it directly from the mouth of George Hill of the Bucks. What we did was was nothing to get notoriety for. It was nothing that we were doing for a publicity stunt. It's something that we did from our heart. You know, we were tired of uh, different things going on in this world. Uh, we wanted action. We wanted to be, things to be held accountable. Uh, and we decided to, to do this as a team. Interesting, you know, and there's so many questions. I get so many layers of questions, and the games almost become, I guess, to some, to me at least, a little bit secondary. I love watching them, and they're competitive, and I love the playoffs. I'd rather have them than not have them. But what about business? Will fans turn their backs now because of those games that were canceled? And and then can protest? The question has to be moving forward. Can protest actually create change? Were they a good idea? We, I guess we won't know that. To, and down the road, we'll find out if they do. And ownership has to take control. The commissioners of these leagues have to take control. And let's see what's going to happen and what can happen. What should happen? Well, listen, man. I think this is one of these uh, topics where it makes it, it makes a lot of sense to try to keep it simple. Right? You hear that? Yeah. The KISS method, keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. I think this is a... A topic, it's very layered, and it can be incredibly difficult 
So I think there's value in trying to keep things as simple as possible, right? right. So the right. first part of this is, like, what did that do, sitting out for a few days? And there are a lot of people that are very vocal. What did that do? What did that accomplish? Wait, you're still playing these games and yada, yada. I would respond with, what does it do to get on your soapbox and start yelling and screaming about what good did that do? What good does that do with what you're saying? You know what I mean, Andy? Right, right. You know, like, I think there's, it's kind of like uh, you know, advice from your mom, right? If your mom once says, hey, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. You know, exactly. I, I think that applies to this. For these people that are just ranting, like, what did it accomplish? I don't know what you yelling from the mountaintops <laughs> accomplishes by saying, what did it accomplish with them sitting out a couple of days, right? Right. No, I'm with you. I think the biggest shock, not so much that they didn't play and not so much that LeBron tried to say, let's shut it down completely, is when uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, the NBA analyst on TNT, he walked off the set of Inside the NBA during a live broadcast to be in concert with the players. That was huge. And people could say, well, how come he wasn't fired? How come they didn't do this? You know what? I think it's great that organizations and networks and team ownership have been supportive of this. And people are going to say, well, what choice do they have? You know, they could do a lot of things. They really can. I think it was big, real big on the part of Kenny Smith. But in the same token, don't you think to some extent it embarrassed Shaq and Charles Barkley because they stayed on the set? Well, look, man, it's just one of these things where the players, Kenny the Jet Smith, whether you think it leads to great change or not, they're just voicing their displeasure about how things have gone on in this country, and that's completely reasonable. They want things to change for the better. So, like, don't get away from that goal and that statement that's being made. And the other part of this, Andy, is... You can't just snap your fingers and expect things to poof, change. Everything's right. utopia right now. So a lot of people, I think, have unrealistic expectations if they're yelling, what good did that do? It's like, what good did you expect it to do? Did you think that everything was going to be magical? After it hasn't changed in 57 years. Days? Yeah. It hasn't changed in 57 years and they had a march on Washington. Why would it change overnight? It's going right. to take time. It's going to take time. And I also think, Andy... There are a lot of people telling on themselves these days because for the people to be so vocal to say, I'm not watching again. Like, I have a hard time believing if players are, they've got something on the back of their jersey that supports your race or your particular cause. I have a hard time believing you're saying, I just want it to be sports. I don't want it to be anything outside of sports whatsoever. If it's something that you are in lockstep with, I don't think that you're going about it that way. I have a hard time envisioning someone saying, even though I agree with what they're supporting because it directly benefits me, I still I would like to keep that separate and it just be sports. There's no way that would be the case. You know it, I know it. So for the people to be so vocal about, I'm never watching again, I, yeah. that says a lot. It says a lot if you're that outspoken. Right. You know, I, I'm going to say something, and I think it's going to make the hair in the back of many people stand up straight, and, and I'll see if you agree with me or not. 
if sports are in fact a diversion from our everyday life, and I think they are, and that's why back in World War II, uh, FDR says we're going to continue playing baseball, even though the major league play, big players, big time players, were fighting overseas. He still wanted the games to continue to be a diversion for the public here stateside. So my feeling was, if sports are in fact a diversion, we as fans didn't deserve this diversion. Uh, after what has happened in Kenosha and other things. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve to be entertained by these players after what has happened to one of their own. That's the way I feel. And, and maybe it's selfish, maybe it's stupid, but that's the way I feel. Sports is a diversion. We don't deserve to sit back in our comfy chairs and relax and enjoy sports after what has happened in Kenosha of late. And, and unless something happens down the road, then maybe we could enjoy the diversion of sports. Well, I look at it from a different perspective. I just look at with such negativity as to what is happening, if there's Black Lives Matter on the court, if there are messages on the jerseys. If, like, if you look at the NFL, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, hmm? do people get bent out of shape? Like, oh my gosh, you've got a ribbon painted on the field, and you've got a... Uh, Players wearing pink, and I'm not going to watch ever again. Is that what happens when they it's got pink salute bats to baseball. service? Yeah, right. They use pink, pink, pink bats. bats. Base. They have salute to service in the NFL also. Do people get outraged? This has nothing to do with sports. I'm never watching again. So when you're yelling and you're, you know, like <laughs> veins are popping out of the sides of your neck, that's very telling that it's not just about, hey, this is straying outside of sports. You're basically saying, I disagree with specifically what they're straying outside of sports about, you know? And right. that's it's a bad, bad look. It's a bad look to be that, it's telling. that outspoken. It's telling. Yeah, it is. It's very telling. I think this, Andy, I don't think there's anything wrong because it's very, very different in basketball right now. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, wow, this is different. It'd be like going to a restaurant. What's a fast food restaurant that you like a lot, Andy Furman? McDonald's. Okay, you love McDonald's. I do. Let's say you go to McDonald's and all of a sudden sushi is on the menu. You'd be like, whoa, this is different. Where did this come from? Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, whoa, this is a different deal over here with the NBA. I'm not used to this. But to take it to a much greater degree and say, and I'm never watching again, <laughs> that's very, very telling about where you stand beyond just basketball. Right. And you can't have blinders. And I keep on going back because I remember when she said this, when Laura Ingram, the national talk show host, said about LeBron James, just shut up and dribble. I mean, again, where is she now? Why isn't some national media type interviewing her and see if her stance has changed? Because when I heard that, when I read that, I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I mean, how close-minded can you be? LeBron James has a tremendous, tremendous following, millions on Twitter, a tremendous stage with the NBA, and hopefully he can make change. He's done change. In the city of Akron, he's built schools. This guy has created change, and this woman, and I'm not going to call names. I'm just going to say she's entitled to her opinion, but I think the opinion was dead wrong. Just shut up and dribble, please. Not now. Maybe in 1950, but not now. Man, I'll tell you what, there was a phrase that had uh, some legs on it. It was that one. They they dust that phrase off a lot. Oh, you know? man, yeah. I wonder if she knew at the time when she said that if it was going to carry as much weight. But it, it really has. And look, man, these these players, I think it's foolish to say, hey, 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 just play your sport and, and shut up. Don't have a, an opinion. I think that's just 
I think it's really silly. I, it's un-American. You know, like, I agree. It it's doesn't work like that. It really, it's stupid. It's just like because you play a game, you can't have an opinion. But you, you behind the microphone, Laura, you're behind the microphone, and you can have an opinion. I know you get paid to have one, but who has a bigger platform, LeBron James or you? I take LeBron. I really would. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. He's a superstar. He's a right. he's known around the world, right? Maybe like he's maybe a, she's a jealous. Star. I don't know. Maybe she's yeah. jealous, but. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter at the No Show at Andy Furman FSR or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Bottom barrel betting in this hour and the third hour. Nose picks. You can't beat it. One coach. One said protesting doesn't do crap. We'll tell you who he is next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Opposing the protest. There are some. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And we are proudly brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. Odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no... 
stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink. All right. We roll along right now, and there are some people out there, some people who are opposing the protest in sports, NBA, wherever it may be, NFL. And one of them in the NFL is a coach, and his name is Bruce Arians for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's going at it back and forth with the NFLPA executive director, Maurice Smith, on the protest. And Arians challenges players to create a plan to bring about the change. And he says, hey, protesting doesn't do crap. This is unbelievable. I mean, and I think that for saying that, going public with that, he could create some sort of a division amongst his players in the locker room. I don't think it's real healthy he did that. No, I yeah, it was a silly stance. And he was trying to say, and screwed this up royally, what he was going for is to say, hey, action matters more. Which, right. uh, yeah, it does. But to say protesting doesn't do anything, that's just factually wrong. It's, it's not even right. Like, the history of the country, there have been a lot of things that have been accomplished through protesting. So to act like it does nothing whatsoever, I don't agree with that. And he doubled down, Andy. This was from the NFLPA president, DeMora Smith. He disagreed, and he said, everyone is entitled to their opinion. This is a tweet that DeMora Smith posted. But it's clear he, meaning Bruce Arians, is woefully misinformed about the history of protest, both within sports and in America. And he included a couple of pictures of civil rights activist John Lewis. And so Bruce Arians was asked about this, and he responded, yeah, I have a history, and it might be a little longer than his. <laughs> like, wow. talking about Damar Smith. And it's like, whoa, dude, Bruce, like, you're not only doubling down on an initial statement that was silly, but the way you're doubling down, you're creating even more division. So I, I think at the heart of it, he's saying action matters more, which is fine, but the way he said it is just right. wrong and silly, and he shouldn't be doubling down on that. I think that's the wrong way to go. You know, I think sometimes silence is golden. And I think you could have a belief and you could fight for it and do it by, you know, I'd say, as I always say, Marvin Lewis, the former coach of the Bengals, I see better than I hear. You know, just do it uh, rather than fighting with words. It doesn't, you just talked about it in our last segment. You know, we could agree to disagree, but he's getting a battle going on with Smith and Bruce Arians. It's not a healthy situation for the organization because the organization is going to have to come out with a statement saying, we do not agree with the remarks of Bruce Arians. It's not It's not typical of the Tampa Bay organization. That's what they're going to do. They did that in Chicago with the Bears when, uh, when uh, Brian Urlacher criticized the NBA players' decision to boycott. And the Chicago Bears came right out and said, Brian Urlacher's remarks have nothing to do with the Chicago Bears. It's not, not healthy. And why Brian Urlacher would do that, I, I don't understand it. I mean, it's, it's showing your true colors. You are against the decision to boycott? What, what are you telling me? I mean, it's not right. They have well, every right to do that. Well, a few things. Brian Urlacher has put out some really stupid stuff beyond what you're highlighting when he was talking about NBA players not playing, and he compared it to Brett Favre playing right after his father died. And it's like, wow, dude, really? That's what you're going with? Like, that's just, that's a really bad statement. I saw that Brian Urlacher was trending on Twitter. And I'm like, all right, did he post something stupid or is this just a complete overreaction? And then I read what he posted, what I just said about Brett Favre versus NBA teams not playing. And it's like, wow, man, that's just, that's as cold hearted as you can get. Like there was a guy that just got shot in the back seven times 
and there are NBA players that are trying to make a statement by not playing. And he's like, what's the big deal? I mean, Favre played right away. That's just, come on, man. Really? That's what you're going with, huh? That's the stance. That's just, it's not smart. It's a bad stance. And uh, I could see why it was trending and why people had such a problem with what he said. But you're almost seeing true colors coming out of people right now. I mean, how they feel. I mean, could we honestly say that maybe Brian Urlacher did not get along well with the African-American players on the Chicago Bears? No, I, like, I that's, that's I a stretch, know. man. That's a, he got along with the, his teammates. Um, but look, it's uh, some people are like, not surprising, not surprising at all. And that maybe they knew him better than me. I'm sure they did. But uh, I, I, it's one of these things, Andy. I hate to say this. It's almost like PEDs in sports, you know? Where if somebody gets busted for using performance-enhancing drugs, my reaction is like, well, you know, hey, uh, it goes on a lot. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And if someone comes out and reveals their true colors and says something that's just out there or racist or something, I hate that my reaction is like, well, you know, it's, it's not that shocking. I hate that it's like that. I hope we can get to a day where it is shocking, where if someone puts something out there that's racist or really, really tone deaf, that you're like, whoa, this catches me by surprise. Sadly, it does. And I'm like, well, there are a lot of those crazy people out there, man. Right. And one of them is the owner of the Real Salt Lake soccer team, Del Loy Hansen, on his players were protesting. Let's take a listen to Mr. Del Loy Hansen. It's a moment of sadness. It's like someone stabbed you, and then you're trying to figure out a way to pull the knife out <laughs> and move forward. That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. It's I, like the disrespect was profound to me personally. Unbelievable. That, that's courtesy of X96 in Salt Lake City, and that's Del Loy Hansen. Never heard of the guy, but now all of a sudden he's a household name because he's an idiot. And I hate the disrespect of what? I don't even understand what he's talking about. Because I guess he's paying them and they're his employees and they didn't want to play, so it's disrespecting to him. Unbelievable. No. It really is. I, I don't get it. I mean, guys like that shouldn't own teams. They really shouldn't. Yeah. I just don't see how that benefits anything. Where, like, imagine if. NFL team owners were saying that. Imagine if NBA team oh. owners were saying that. Do you think that would go well? Do you think that's a reasonable stance? Do you think that's a stance that you should be vocalizing? Like, really? Like, why would you think that's the play? Like, even if that is your stance, why would you vocalize it and just open yourself up and expose yourself? Why? And as a player, why would you want to play for a guy like that? Yeah, that, that's I, that's the key right there. You know, it, it's funny because there was some pushback when Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, made some remarks about the standing and the kneeling with the national anthem. He got some heat and he kind of backed off on that. And then he said something real stupid like they should do it, or play the national anthem when they're in the locker room. No, that defeats the whole purpose. Play the national anthem when the teams are in the locker room. That defeats the entire purpose. You want to make a stand. You want to show what you mean, what you're f- fighting for. Do it when you're on the field. And then they're in the locker room. I mean, come, I mean these people, they, they just maybe they're too old to own teams. They're not with the time. They don't understand it. Or then, you know, you haven't walked in these people's shoes. You don't know. You don't know what it's like. You can't feel it. That's the problem. Um, well, I don't know, man. It's uh, But the previous stuff, for sure, I, I don't see why you would go to that degree to 
What was that guy? What was it from Real Salt Lake? Real Salt what? Lake from Major League Soccer. Yeah. Is it Real or Real? I don't know what it is. I think it's, it is, I think it's Real. All right, you real. got like kind of like you're sipping a latte with your pinky up, kind of like Real. You know? Real. Put a little real. stank on that Real. You know, uh, I thought that was an incredibly silly statement. And look, Jerry Jones, he hasn't gone that far. Imagine if Jerry Jones was like, I find I find this to be incredibly disrespectful. And that Real Salt Lake guy, holy cow! Could you imagine if that's an NBA NFL guy saying the same thing? Crazy what the response would be. I think that just shows you how off the radar uh, wow. soccer is in this country. You know, that would be front page news if that. Can you imagine an NBA owner? Imagine if oh. that's. Uh, I don't know, the oh. Bucks owner. That's I find this disrespectful. I mean, good Lord, I'm shelling out a lot of cash over here, and they're sitting here boycotting games. You kidding me? We got a business to operate. Could you imagine what that statement, oh, how that goodness. would be received? Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. You, you make a great point. I mean, that shows you how far down the totem pole MLS is. <laughs> I mean, right, yeah. when you think about it, I, I haven't seen this in any publication, really. I, I forgot where I even saw I, I think it was on the internet. That's why I said I haven't seen it even a blurb in any newspaper. I get tons of newspapers every day, and it was just on the internet. That's where I found it. How so many that, newspapers do you get each day? About five or six. That's about it. You That's get really. six newspapers each day. I know it's not the garbage can. The garbage guys, the collecting guy, they hate me. They you hate probably me. go through most of those newspapers, right? I you do. steam through I all do. of them. Because I'm in the toilet a lot. That's why. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. There you go. All right. He is my guy. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, this team has a real problem getting on the field. That's next. But first, a man with some real problems himself, Brian Fenley with the Daddy. latest. Hello, Daddy. Doing? Hey, Andy, you were saying that there's no politics in, in the conferences, but, you know, I just highly suggest you check out this Yahoo Sports article back on June 15th. No, where... no, no, no. I didn't say there was none. I just okay. I, I questioned it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Because I'm uh, your dad's son. <laughs> Are you listening to your father, Brian Fenley? I am. I thought I heard him differently, but maybe okay. I was wrong. Right. Uh, ESPN is reporting the Jaguars are trading defensive in Yannick Ngakwe to the Vikings for a pair of draft picks, a 2021 second rounder, and a 2022 conditional pick, which could become as good as a third-round selection. Now, Ngakwe has to sign his franchise tag first for the transaction to go through. In Orlando, the Lakers wrap up the first-round series in five games using a much-needed fourth-quarter scoring boost to eliminate a Damian Lillard-deprived Portland team 131-122. LeBron James and Anthony Davis punctuated it with a combined 79 points. Here's Lakers head coach Frank Vogel commending the play of James and Davis afterwards. Both of those guys rose to the challenge. Uh, they elevated their play, and uh, obviously AD having a, a huge, I think, 30-point second half, 31-point second half, something like that, you know, was a, a factor of both. You know, LeBron getting him involved, getting him going a little bit, and then AD uh, just asserting himself. The Rockets split open the Thunder 114-80 to to go up three games to two in their opening round matchup. Russell Westbrook puking in his first game back from a quad injury. Three of 13 shooting, seven points. The Bucks clothesline the Magic 118-104 to storm into the next round in five games. The first second round series commences with the Celtics against the Raptors, and that one tips off today at 1 p.m. Eastern. Then a pair of first round game sixes follow with the 
Clippers and Mavs, and Nuggets and Jazz. NHL postseason, the Golden Knights bogged down the Canucks 3-0 to take a 2-1 lead in their second round series. The Islanders surround the Flyers 3-1 to inch ahead 2-1 overall. The college football season began on Saturday. Central Arkansas scores a touchdown with under one minute to go to Vex Austin P 24-17. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No, and I gotta tell you, Andy, I love it. You're on to those Richard Simmons Zoom workouts. <laughs> They're really paying off. I can tell by your abs. Thank you very much. All right, we'll see you in an hour. Another one bites the dust. We'll explain that in just about a minute. We've crossed the 50-yard line at what we call Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And by the way, you talked about, I guess, players bonding together for a cause. And... People have to realize that there are other causes that players have bonded together for. And one of our tremendous listeners, Nick Underhill, on Twitter says, how many of the servicemen and women or breast cancer fighter survivors are burning down cities? Well, I, I don't want to go in that direction, but I will say that there are other events that baseball, football, basketball promote rather than just Black Lives Matter or anything else with social injustice. Really, and, and the people have to realize that. And you hit it on the head, you know, with the pink bats in baseball for breast cancer and things like that. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, <laughs> uh, I just, the simple thought is, if it's a cause that you identify with, if it's something that you directly back, I have a hard time envisioning that you have as big of a problem with that as you do uh, the like Black Lives Matter being on the court, right? And, and take yeah. it to the extreme. Even if it's something that you completely back, if it's uh, like whatever your race is, if it's, you know, uh, it says uh, uh, Jewish Lives Matter or White Lives Matter on the court or something like that. And if there is, look, they're, they're doing some crazy stuff in the process. If they're burning buildings down or what, I still have a hard time envisioning you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never watching again. I really have a hard time believing that. Okay. So that would be my response to the tweet is even if your cause, they, there are a group of people that are doing some things that you don't agree with. I have a hard time envisioning you disregarding that movement in its totality. So I think it's very telling when people are like, I'm never watching this again. Have fun without me. It's like, mm, yeah. that doesn't land well. Well, I'm with you. They probably never watched to begin with, so we move on. Anyway, uh, gets on the field. Let's talk some ball on the field for for a change of pace, if we can. Good, the, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm done with CNN radio over here. There we go. Well, you know, but that's, that's the story of the day. But we've got to move on because the story of the day is the NFL is opening up in about 10 days. So we've got the San Francisco 49ers and J.J. Nelson, the wide receiver, was injured on Friday. He's out two to four weeks with a knee injury. Now, all of a sudden, their wide receiver, the receiving core, has taken a tremendous hit. They're like the Portland Trailblazers of football. They really are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, Depot Samuel is out. Jalen Hurd's out. Richie James and the rookie Brandon Ayuk. They're all out. And the 49ers hit with injuries receivers last season as well. This is not a good look for anybody, but especially the San Francisco 49ers. Look, man, I think Ayuk can be a good receiver for them. But as a rookie, sometimes these guys don't hit the ground running. But I guess collectively, when you look at Jimmy G, you know, Jimmy yeah. G leaves a lot to be desired. And I just wonder, offensively, 
if they're going to take a significant step back because if you're defending that Niners offense, I'm doing everything I can to slow down that running game because that's what makes the whole offense work. You have a legitimate running game and then you've got the play-action passing game that's a major threat off of that running game functioning. So if you've got a bunch of hurt receivers and you've got these, you know, these second string guys that are out there. Well, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I am focusing on that running attack. And if I can hold that in check, well, all of a sudden, Jimmy G in the play action passing game, it's not going to be as effective. So you could see some big time struggles from Jimmy G in that offense early on here. Right. But I don't want to put a dark cloud over the San Francisco 49ers and their fans as yet because I'm looking at their schedule and they probably should be 3 and 0 after the first 3 weeks because they got Arizona, the New York Jets and the New York Giants. So I think those are three wins right there for them. I don't know, man. Arizona played them tough. Yeah. Last year yeah. and uh I I wouldn't chalk that up as an easy win. I think last year they beat Arizona by three. Yeah, it was twenty eight twenty five in Arizona. Like yeah. Yeah. So So yeah, yeah, don't sleep on Kyler Murray over there, Andy right. Furman. Right. And we talked about that last week that the odds are that Kyler Murray as a second year player is odds on now to win the MVP. I mean, they're, uh, they're yeah, putting their yeah. bets on. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. you know, that's the be- <laughs> that's, betting line. You know, that's a little uh, that's going to happen. Like my guy uh, Julian Edelman playing quarterback for New England, and that's going to no, me. no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> you saying Julian Edelman's playing quarterback is Looney Tunes. Of course, Kyler Murray has a chance to win MVP. Julian Edelman had no chance of starting at quarterback. That was Let crazy, you, Andy. Do you, well, I said that before they got Cam Newton. And it looks like Cam's going to get the starting job. We kind of knew that going in. But do you think, God forbid, if Cam would get hurt, do you think there's any chance on God's green earth that Julian will take any snaps? No, whatsoever? Andy, okay. I think no. he took a snap or two last no. year. None. I no, none. No. I'm wrong. I no. was wrong. No, yes. Uh, no, no. A thousand I I times wrong. over. No. You know what? I don't feel badly saying I'm wrong. Because last night I'm watching the TNT show, the NBA, and Charles Barkley said he was 100% wrong. He picked Portland to beat the Lakers. <laughs> hey, he admitted he was wrong, okay? I was wrong with Julian Edelman. Maybe I was speaking with my heart, not my head at that you time. You still have this little devil on your shoulder. I know. That's I know, whispering to you like, hey, hey, hey. But what, but what if Cam gets hurt? And it's Brian Hoyer instead. No, nope, maybe he gets a snap. Mm-mm. It's still nope. whispering on your shoulder nope. to you, Andy, and you're still listening to this devil. I know, I know, I, I get it. I'm, I'm okay. I'm feeling okay. good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's hard to believe that the season opens up so soon, and you hit on this last week. We talked about the no buzz. I'll tell you how how little a buzz there is. I used to live to watch the HBO show Hard Knocks. I watched yeah. the first two. I, I missed it last week, and I even forgot that I missed it. I think maybe I missed it because I was watching the, the conventions. Maybe that's why. Man, the ratings have fallen off of that. I, I had to. It really has. Because there's not much of a storyline except showing guys getting COVID injections. That That's what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, really. Other than that, it's very difficult to, to put a show. I give them credit. Because they're t- they're trying their very best, but there isn't no there isn't a storyline over there. There really isn't. So I, I missed it last week, and I don't really care that I missed it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe that particular angle isn't resonating. But there are stories beyond COVID for the Rams and the Chargers, and what's happening at quarterback with the Chargers. And I think it's one of these deals, Andy, where the lack of buzz for an NFL season. When can you say that? When the NFL begins. 
when it's the the Texans and the Chiefs, it's going to be like, oh wow, that's this week. You know, when does that ever happen in the because NFL? Because the, it's the no preseason and everybody kind of you know bad now. What do we need it for? It's a waste of time. You know, it's only good for rookies or guys that are trying to make the roster. No, it's great for buildup. It's great for hype, and we've yeah. seen it right now. The the, the preseason is the uh, the curtain call, basically the undercard for the regular season, and we missed it this year. That's why there's no buzz. Right, and you do have, you know, basketball is typically not going on at this stage, and you've got playoff basketball for the people that are interested in it, and there still are, believe it or not, people watching basketball. There are a lot of people watching basketball. Yeah. That's typically not at this stage going into September. And I also think, Andy, I think the lack of NFL buildup, I think there are a lot of fans that are like, is this going to work? Is there going to be a full yeah. season? Like, I think there's a lot of skepticism about the season completing so that's gonna have to that's gonna damper the buzz heading in it has to right and I think people don't want to be really disappointed that's why they're not getting maybe too hyped up because usually at this time of the year you're hearing nothing more than people having their their drafts for their fantasy football leagues and I'm not hearing much about that either I'm really not yeah are you in one have you uh, no I got invited I've been retired for a good 15 years you know, it just changes the way I watch football. I don't like how it changes. It doesn't work for me. I'm not against it. If other people like it, that's great. It's very popular. But I don't like how I watch the game. I'm watching focused on solely the receiver I have in a particular game instead of watching the line play right. or the linebackers, DBs, anything. I'm just focused on my wide receiver. I don't like how it changes how I watch it. So I'm out. I'm out. Okay. There you go. That's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. If they run, if they pass, and they sweat, we'll bet on them. Bottom barrel betting is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. By the barrel, Benning coming right up. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, about 10 minutes before the top of the hour. We got a game to play. Let's play. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, no. I thought you was late. Barrel. Barrel. You put my barrel. money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Benning. Yeah, with the amazing Vinay. Hello, Vinay. Hello, guys. Good to be on with you this morning. A lot of heavy topics today, but, uh, you know, bad news for you, Brian. One and four last week. Andy's our big winner going two and three. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think it really counts if you're sub 500 and win. Yeah, really nobody wins this week. Not really. I remember when the Seattle Seahawks made the playoffs sub 500, so it counts. It counts. (laughs) There are no playoffs in this, so therefore it doesn't count. Yes, but uh, big news. We were talking about fantasy football teams last week, uh, last segment, and... um, my team, my team's gonna get drafted uh, in the next week or so, so we'll be bringing back some okay. good fantasy stuff for ban- bottom barrel betting. Uh, wait, wait a minute, we're gonna be starts. talking about things that we actually know about on bottom barrel betting. Is that what we're gonna? That no we've more heard darts. About? Yeah, no, no more darts. Well, I mean, there, we might throw some darts in there, but we got to see. Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, I, I'm all for things that we actually are familiar with. Yes. All right, we got we're we're tight on time right oh, now, so okay, we got to jump right into it. We're let's going it. first to Poland for the Energia Basket Liga. <laughs> Hydro Truck Radom at Liga is minus ten and a half. I got Liga. I got Liga. I know Liga. I know a couple of players on Liga. I got Liga. Who name? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not divulging my stuff <laughs> to you. Yeah. You're a Liar. loser. I'm lying through your. Teeth. I got a Liga T-shirt. What was the first team's name? Hydro Vinny? Truck Radom. I kind of like that name better. I'm going to go with them. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. Right. I, I always go for the interesting team names. That no no uh, shortage of those in uh, a lot of different sports. But if we move on to the England Premiership Rugby, where the Harlequins are minus nine and a half at the Northampton Saints. Go ahead. Yeah, friend. give me the Saints on that one. I'm going dogs on this one. I got to go with the Harlequins because I just don't want to go with Brian because he's really been in a slump big time. I got the Harlequins. You had one more win than me. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> but you had three more losses. You had three more losses than me. It's no, not I been didn't. pretty. It he had one more way. loss than you. Oh, yeah, you're not good at math it, here, Andy. Math Furman. is hard. Goodness. It's early. But in I the won. Day. Math is hard. But yeah. I won. Technically. Yes. As we Why said, are you defending him? I'm not defending him. <laughs> Under 500 is not really a winner. But oh, all right, moving okay. on. We've yes. got the uh, Belgian Grand Prix. Number of driver, drivers to finish the race over 16 and a half is minus 150. Under 16 and a half is plus 120. Under 16 and a half. Under, I go under. over. All right. Mostly oh. a clean race. We're avoiding the big one or the big one, as they say in NASCAR. We're avoiding that the today. Big 
Yeah. yeah. We don't want too many crashes. So uh, Richmond Tigers minus 28 and a half at the Fremantle Dockers. This is Go AFL, ahead, Australian football. Okay, and what's the line again? Minus what? Minus 28 and a half. I went with the Jeez. big lines this week. You know what? I'm going with the favorite here. It seems like they're suckering you in, enticing you with the points. I'm not falling for it, Vegas. The Richmond Tigers. Give me the favorite. I'm laying the points. I got the Tigers. I got the Richmond Tigers. There we go. All right. That should do it, I guess. But finally, finally, a voice from the NFL. And we're going to tell you all about it. Where? On Fox Sports Sunday, right here, coming up next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 A bit too late. That's coming right up. But right now it's time to say, wake up, America. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, and what we call the hour of power, a.k.a. the power hour, the man is the most powerful. Powerful voice. Yes, he is in Sports Talk Radio today on seven days a week, 24-7. He's my guy. He's my friend. He's my partner. He's the brains of the outfit. The one, the only. Get the red carpet out for him. The one, the only, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I'm good, Andy Furman. Great to be here with you. I went with oat- oatmeal this morning, if you're curious whatsoever or care at all. Just, you know, lighten me. I am cinnamon. Yeah, I just went with brown sugar on top. Good. Yeah. Sometimes uh, a little banana, a little banana in there with raisins. Not bad either. Not bad. I don't get down like that. You're a little more eclectic than me, but I could see why you would, you would do (laughs) it that way. Yeah. No bananas though. Yeah. I don't, I'm a shortage of bananas. I can't remember the last time I had a raisin. Fun fact about me. Can't remember. You? When was the last time? Last week? Probably yesterday, really. Yesterday. I, I like to okay. chew them out of the box directly. I like raisins. I really there do. Oh, nice. Very I'm nice. a raisin kind of guy. I like raisin brand cereal. You know what I like? As well. Almonds. Big almond guy. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I eat almonds like crazy. They're Love healthy those for things. you too. Very healthy for you. Well, yes, good. good. I, I don't good. do it yeah. for that, but that's an oh. added bonus. I do it for taste. Yeah. yeah. Well, they t- they're tasty. They're salty oh, they're and they're healthy. Yeah, tremendous. Very yeah. good. Very, very good. good. Very you know, it's very good also. I mean, watching the NBA yesterday, I'm so happy they played, but I'm, I want to give the props out to your Portland Trailblazers and the Orlando Magic because these two teams gutted it out. They didn't win, but they didn't quit. And I thought that, honestly, that game with the Lakers and, uh, and, and honestly, they get blown out. I, I thought, honestly, that uh, you have Portland Trailblazers get blown out. I don't know what the line was before that game. 14. F- 14? Well, yeah. I, for sure, I thought that game, L.A. would beat the living daylights out of them. It, uh, it was crazy, but 131-122, uh, but it was a lot closer than the score. It really was. Yeah, because the game was tied the thing, at though, Andy. I hear where you're coming from, but... It's almost like uh, the old Chris Rock stand-up uh, special. Gosh, this goes way back. This was bigger and blacker. This was a long time ago. But he was talking oh. about parents taking credit for being parents. And he's like, that's mm. what you're supposed to do. What, do you want a cookie over here? You know. And that's right. sort of how I feel about the Magic and the Blazers yesterday. Yeah, it's great that they fought. But I'm not going to just shower them with praise for fighting when their season was pretty much over, the handwriting was on the wall, especially for the Blazers without But they didn't mail it Lillard. in. I mean, they, yeah, watching... right, but, but that's what you're supposed to do oh, exactly. is not mail it in, you know? But a lot of do. I can't just start drooling over their performance. It was great. Well, I love yeah. that they fought. That's, that's, fine. that's, that's good. But I, I just can't get 
crazy with my admiration and praise because that's what you should be doing yeah, anyway. You're you know? exactly right. And maybe I should rephrase it. I'm not drooling over it, but I'm somewhat surprised that they didn't mail it in. That's fair. where I should go. Yeah. Okay? Fair. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm shocked. And look, the performance by uh, AD on the Lakers, I mean, uh, second to none. But more than that, I- I'm impressed with the C.J. McCollum on Portland. 36 points with, with a fractured back. I couldn't imagine walking, walking, let alone playing basketball with a fractured back. I mean, to me, this guy deserves tremendous praise. C.J. McCollum. Right. And there are a lot of games because this was the first game back in the bubble where he took a knee to his back oh. from Jaron Jackson Jr., who it went down shortly after that with a torn meniscus. But that was the first game back, so think about it. There were eight more games just in the seeding games because mm-hmm. the Blazers had that play-in game against the Grizzlies. So that's eight games after that initial game. And then there were five games in the playoffs against the Lakers. So that, that's 13 games afterward that CJ was playing with a broken back. So, yeah, I think you take your head off to a guy gutting it out like that. And he was very productive last night as well. So props to him for gutting it out and fighting yes. the way he did. And speaking of productive, James Harden. I love watching James Harden play. He scored 31, rocket speed up on Oklahoma City, take a 3-2 lead in that series, 114-80. to and, and again, I mean, they had some help because Robert Covington at 22, Eric Gordon at 20. Uh, in that game, but uh, James Harden, 31 points. Russell Westbrook came, and, and you know what? He played last night, didn't uh, do much as far as point-wise, but I, I think the fact that they have like an additional guy now on the bench, that next series is going to be pretty good, and I got to believe it's going to be probably Houston and the Lakers. That's going to be the series. That's going to be a pretty good one, although with that small lineup that the Rockets play, the Lakers should beat them up pretty good, although I didn't see the advantage last night when they had their two big twin towers inside and Portland was going down the lane scoring layups. So they got to yeah. tighten up that defense a little bit. Well, the Lakers, they play great defense when they want to. When They, they want weren't to. locked right. in. They, were, they, they showed up yesterday and they were like, yeah, we're just more talented, so we'll yeah, crank we're it three up when we really one. need to. They didn't play engaged defense throughout the game. But yeah, against the Rockets, that's... They're going to have obvious advantages if that's the team they play. I don't want to make it out to be that OKC has no chance whatsoever. Let's not forget they were down 2-0 and came back to tie the series. That was a dreadful dreadful performance by them yesterday, only scoring 80 points. But it's not over yet. Dort, who was just brutal from three-point range, couldn't buy a shot. Maybe he finds the range in game yeah, six. Who yeah. knows? So that series isn't over. I don't want to start previewing Lakers-Rockets just yet because the Rockets still have work to do. Um, but we'll we'll cross that bridge very soon here. But I would give the, the Lakers a great advantage against either team. I, I know you want to fear the deer, and, you, and I know that you're a Bucks Hashtag guy. Hashtag it. Right. Hashtag you, fear the deer. Fear the deer. And you got them going all the way. Yeah. And there's a good chance that they will. But however, I'd like to preview a bit, just a tad, that the Miami Heat Bucks series would be pretty good. That'd be a pretty good series. Miami's the only team in the league that has the season series win. They took two out of three over the Bucks this year. And one of those games, I think that the, the Bucks won. I think Jimmy Butler didn't play. Well, yeah. And we know the Heat, they shoot it well from outside. And that's not the and specialty of Milwaukee's defense. So. If Miami is hitting outside shots at a good clip, yeah, it can make it interesting. I still have the Bucks winning that series, but I like watching Miami. They've got, got a bunch of dudes that they've got a similar mentality 
as Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler just plays with an anger, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. It's like he's ticked off that he was a lower draft pick. He's ticked off that you had the audacity to think that you could possibly score on him. I love the edge that he plays with. And there are a lot of guys on that roster, some of them undrafted, some of them lower picks, and they just play like they're ticked off that they weren't higher selections. I love that. I love when I you do. play with that edge and that fire. He's a true, true competitor. I mean, look, you got Miami playing Milwaukee, and you know that Giannis is going to get his. He got 28-17 and 17 yesterday. But he needs help, and he needs help from Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe. Those are the other two guys that could score in that ball club. And if those guys come to play and score, because Bledsoe only had 10 yesterday, Middleton did put in 21. If they come and play and they score and give some help there to Giannis, then Milwaukee should win that series. I think they'll yeah. win it anyway, but... But uh, they, they, he needs help offensively. Let's get some drama in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Man, that first round was a dud. There was nothing. Right. You got a sweep from the Raptors. You got a sweep from the Celtics. The Bucks series wasn't interesting whatsoever. You got nothing as far as drama in the first round. You got you it know? now, though. Your Boston-Toronto will be a pretty good series, too. Yeah, oh, I love that series. Yeah. So, yeah, it gets interesting now. It's sort of like the uh, NCAA tournament where it's chalk in the first round. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that was kind of a dud. But, man, look at the second round. We got some good matchups here. That's what it is in the Eastern Conference fu- uh, playoffs right now. Yeah, yeah, the Pacers got swept. There was no drama, none. It was either sweeps or a gentleman's sweep. That was it. No was series shocked. went more than five games. You know, I, I picked the Pacers in that series, number one. And number two, I was shocked because after the, the series was over, Nate McMillan gets fired. I, yeah. I, I can't believe it. I mean, why? I mean, look, anything can happen. I mean, we, we see it happen all the time. I mean, coach of the year in Toronto gets fired. Now he's coaching the Pistons. I mean, come on. <laughs> it, it happens all the time. But weren't you a bit shocked that Nate McMillan got fired after that series? Well, I was just because they signed him to a contract extension. Right. Two weeks prior. That was the weird thing is... Why would you extend him and then fire him? The timing of it was very, very strange. It wouldn't be a shock if the Rockets got rid of Mike D'Antoni, right? He's a lame duck coach. But if they extended his contract and then two weeks later fired him, I'd be like, what is that about? So it was very weird with Nate McMillan. Yeah, you know, you know what's very weird. Also, I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to go ball with you because I know that's okay. your that's your there wheelhouse. You love go. the ball. Okay. Let's talk about the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. They halted play, obviously, in response to Jacob Blake's shooting seven shots in the back, which is disgusting. But the NFL and the NFLPA issued a, su- a statement supporting their players. And I, I ask you this, and I'm not trying to be a wise guy or sarcastic. What other choice did they have? You know, what, what other statement could they say? But where were they? When they had Colin Kaepernick on the sidelines, I mean, now all of a sudden they switch gears. I, I mean, come that's, on, man, come on, I that know, is I know, so tired. I know, I, and, like, I what know. do you want? Do you want the NFL to continue to get it wrong? Like, live in the now. Really, these people are like, where were they? What D- really? If they're getting it right currently, Hopefully. wouldn't yeah. you rather they do that instead of continue to get it wrong? I don't get that at all. Where were they? Okay, they screwed up. They've admitted they screwed up. It's time for you to move on, right? Well, like, I'm good Lord, on. move forward. But honestly, I, you got to say that they're fearful that these players may not play, so they switch gears all of a sudden. They saw what happened in the NBA. They saw what happened in baseball. They obviously don't want that to happen within 10 days from now when the NFL opens their season. So basically, they issue a statement. 
And then hopefully that maybe players will not opt out. Although uh, the question has emerged now to whether some players will decline to play. There's some people I see. What this guy Jim Trotter of NFL Media reports that a few prominent black players are telling him that they want to set out a game to make their feelings felt and force change or action. I, I still, I just, I get it. I, I get the the movement there, and I think that if players sit out, maybe the league and ownership will move faster for change. But who are they hurting? They're hurting fans, and they're hurting the business because if if players sit out. Fans are going to walk away. I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I think fans may be turned off. Well, we'll cross that bridge if we get to it. If players are talking about possibly boycotting one game, we'll just see. We'll see if that happens. Right. By the way, um, I want to make an apology over here. To I me? am not in midseason form. I was talking about Yannick Ngakwe. He's been traded to the Minnesota Vikings. Correct. And I said, well, hey, they need that pass rush. Everson Griffin is no longer there. He's with the Cowboys. I mentioned his name as Everett Griffin. That is just, I'm slapping my hand right now, Andy. For that is unacceptable. I, you Everson Griffin, it! he gets after the passer, right? He's a sack artist. He's been productive for years. I'm going to screw his name up like that? Shame on me, Andy Furman. Shame on me. I'm going to dive into my NFL depth charts to get into midseason form today. That's what I'm going to do. Wow. I don't remember you saying that, to be honest. Yeah, well, I'll own it, because I said Everett, and it's Everson, and I won't stand for my stupidity. You know, I'll call it out. Well, good for you. There I, you I go. Give you, I give you a lot of credit for that. Thank All you. Right. All right, that's fine. Other than that, we're going to uh, say that if you want to make a comment, you could do it on Twitter, at the No Show for Brian No, at the NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369 is our phone number. And No's picks at the end of this hour. But this coach doesn't speak much, but wait till you hear this. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Next Sunday, like Saturday. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 20 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and we are proudly brought to you by Blue Emu. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and... You won't stink. How do you like that? Now we roll along right here. What a tweet. What a tweet we got, B. Destro's fan on Twitter says he's sleeping with his radio on, and he just had a nightmare. He says, I drafted Edelman as quarterback in my fantasy league. Thanks a lot, Andy Furman. How do you, that is a nightmare, and it's a nightmare that won't let me go, won't let me alone. Jeez. You don't let it alone. Like that, You brought it up this again today, you know? Because I'm hoping it'll happen so I could have the last laugh. This is my nightmare. I know. Right. It'll never happen. Let's let's move on. It's not going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope, I hope Cam Newton is a comeback player of the year. That's what I hope. I do. Good luck with that. I That's know. all I, I can know. say. Speaking of Cam Newton, let's talk about his coach. Let's talk about Bill Belichick. Because if Bill Belichick were king, if Bill Belichick had the almighty power to snap his fingers and make some changes in that rule book in the NFL, he would make football look a lot more consistent from Saturday to Sunday. What do I mean by that? He said that he'd like to see a little more consistency between the NCAA rule book and how the NFL dictates play on the field. He highlighted the pass interference thing. In college, defensive pass interference caps out as a 15-yard penalty in the pros. It is nothing more than a spot foul and an automatic first down. You know, I, I see that he'd like to be consistent, but, you know, look, in college you have one foot down for a catch, and the pros you have to have both feet in bounds. I think it's good to have the separate rules. I really do. Well, I can see from his standpoint why he would want it to be consistent, where if those players are used to those NFL-like right. rules, they're going to be – they're going to be a step further along in their development, in their transition Correct. to being a professional player. So from his standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. But listen, these are college kids. They're not pros just yet, so I can understand some variation. But again, from his standpoint, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. That would clearly be catered toward him and other pro coaches. Well, I would think that he's speaking for a lot of other coaches simply because he's got a lot of rookies on the roster, a lot of first-year players who come from college, and because there is no preseason games this year, it's going to be a little more difficult to adjust to the to the pro game. That's the yeah. problem. We're going to see a lot of we're going to probably see a lot of rust on opening day. We probably will because there's no preseason. 
Right. Well, what I see as being the major difference between college and the pros, it's not about the rules. It's just about the approach where there are a the lot speed. of pro coaches. They talk about the line play. If you look at offensive linemen, just specifically from college to the pros, a lot of these programs, when they're running just these wide open offenses or hurry up offenses and they're not running the ball that much, a lot of times these offensive linemen, they're just in a two-point stance. They don't have a hand on the ground and you're really just trying to get in the way of a pass rusher and you don't have to be nearly as good as an offensive lineman in, in college, depending on your scheme, depending on your conference, depending on a lot of things. But there are a lot of offensive linemen that appear to be better than they are in college. And when they transition to the pros, man, it's a steep learning curve. It's a completely right. different ball game. I think size, speed, and the amount of reps is, is going to be a key for guys that are coming into the NFL for the very first time this year. And look, people are kind of down on preseason games. They say it's a waste of time. It's basically an audition for a lot of players, and it's going to hurt people perhaps drafted after the fifth round and down who could have had an opportunity to make a ball club and couldn't show off their skill set because there was no preseason games this year. Well, sure. Yeah, it's one of the ripple effects. It's not going to be good for the undrafted guys, the lower draft picks. Hey, it's tough, man. It's tough for a lot of people. It's not just the rookies. It's guys like Cam Newton that are transitioning from one team to the next. It's the second-year starters. Look at Daniel Jones with the Giants or Dwayne Haskins. They get new head coaches and a condensed offseason. That's tough. That's a double whammy. And you may want to throw Tom Brady in the mix, too. I mean, he's been there for 20 years doing a a playbook and and knowing the ins and outs of New England, coming to a new coach and a new system. It's going to take time. It will, with new players. Yes, it will. But uh, as far as the terminology and the playbook and... And I mean this as a compliment. That guy is a freaking maniac. You know, so he's he's gonna find a way to catch up and not be behind. That guy I think showers with his playbook, you know? That's just just, just Tom Brady. That's how he's wired. So uh, I don't think as far as that goes, like the mental side of it, he'll be fine with that. But you're right, Andy, it takes time to establish chemistry with the new wideouts he's gonna be throwing to. And that's going to take a little bit of time. I think you'll get there. What's going to be really fascinating to watch is the difference in philosophy or difference of approach between the head coach Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, where Bruce Arians, his whole thing is no risk it, no biscuit, meaning you got to take risks to strike it rich, right? So he's all about chucking it deep and taking risks and letting it all hang out. And that is not Tom Brady at all in the later stages of his career. So that sort of give and take between Brady, maybe airing it out a little bit more, maybe walking on the wild side a little more, and maybe Bruce Arians being a bit more measured, maybe more conservative in ways. I can't wait to see how that plays out. And that's going to be one of the big storylines of the the, uh, year in the National Football League. It'd be great. It really will be. But you know what? Another storyline I'm looking at right now is the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, right now they lose Phillip Rivers. He goes to Indianapolis and they got Tyrod Taylor. And honestly, to me, I looked at some stats just the other day and Tyrod Taylor, you know, I'm not going to put him in the same league as Phillip Rivers. However, look at the amount of turnovers Phillip Rivers had last year. He's right up there. I mean, he was right there with Jameis Winston. And really, they may be better served with Tyrod Taylor. 
Real, I know it sounds crazy. And it's not a Julian Edelman situation, but it's, it's not as crazy as that, not as far-fetched. But they may be better off with a guy who is more stable because he was a gunslinger, Philip Rivers, and he did turn the ball over a lot last year. Right. I don't think that's crazy at all. If you're talking specifically 2019 Philip Rivers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's not crazy at all. I think Tyrod Taylor can absolutely be better than the 2019 version of Philip Rivers. I think the 2020 version of Philip Rivers is going to be a lot better than the 2019 version of right. Philip Rivers, right? So I, I think that if. Philip Rivers were still with the Chargers, I would expect him to have a better season than Tyrod Taylor will have this year, if that makes sense. But, Andy, to your point, if you're looking at Tyrod versus what they got last year from the quarterback position, yeah, I expect Taylor to be better. Right. And I'll say one other thing, one more thing that I would suggest, and I would wager on this, that Tyrod Taylor not only will be the starting quarterback, I don't think you're going to see much of Justin Herbert at all this year. No, I completely disagree with that. You're going to see a good amount of him. I think think so. so. We'll see. I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be steady for them, and I think they're going to you know, really adapt to Tyrod Taylor where Justin Herbert has to do that learning curve situation. He really does. I don't see it. I think that the Chargers are going to be like all of this is based on if there are 16 games, you know, if yes, COVID true. comes in and disrupts yeah. it, all bets are off. But if they're playing 16 games, I don't expect Tyrod Taylor to be one lighting it up or two good enough where the Chargers are just winning game after game after game. I don't see that. I see them being having a bounce back year but not to the point where they're winning 13 games or something like that. If they're just winning game after game, yeah, you roll with it, and you let the rook maybe take a red shirt year. That's not right, the worst right. thing ever. But if they're middling, if they they win a game here, they've lost two in a row. Well, Tyrod Taylor, he threw for 205 yards and a touchdown and a pick, and it's like, eh, you know. They need a spark. So you look to the rook in Justin Herbert. I think he's going to get some playing time this year. They had a crazy year last year, the L.A. Chargers. If you look at it, they were 5-11. They finished fourth in the AFC West. But they beat what, what, they, they beat Green Bay. I mean, that was a big win for them. But then they lose to teams like Detroit. I mean, it, just, it was up and down. It was just crazy. But they lose on turnovers. They lose on Phillip Rivers' turnovers. That's how they lost games. Yeah, he was. You could tell, too. They had a bad offensive line. And that uh, doesn't... Like account for all of Rivers' sins last year, but with Philip Rivers, he he was kind of like the anti Eli Manning in a way. Like, follow me on this. You know how Eli would go into the fetal position as soon as the pass rush got close, or he would just oh, drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers would just chuck it up for grabs. Like, ah, just throw a jump ball. Don't hit me. <laughs> and a lot of those jump balls were interceptions. So he was sort of the anti-Eli in that regard where he would just chuck it up for grabs. I think he's going to be a lot better suited with a better offensive line in Indy. By the way, that's a much better line with the Chargers this year. A couple of the additions they've made with Balaga. They bring in Trey Turner. So that's going to be a better O-line. But I thought that had an impact. Again, Phillip Rivers was an idiot a lot of times with the football. And he shouldn't have been. But that offensive line contributed. There's no doubt. You know, these last two or three minutes talking about various teams in the NFL and what's going on, I, I start to get the shakes. I broke into a little sweat. I'm, I'm really getting excited now. Finally, 
Finally, we could see daylight, and I just hope it's not taken away from us. I really do. I'm excited now because, you know, 90% of this show is protest, COVID, whatever it may be, and that's what people are talking about. That's that's the story of the day, but now we're talking about the game itself, and it really makes me pumped. I'm pumped now for this. There you go. I'm glad you're pumped. I'm pumped when you're pumped. Thank you. Thank you. He's yeah. Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. Get him at the no show at Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369. And the key to one coach's career is next. But what a career this guy has. <laughs> Brian Finley with the latest. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Andy, I like to see that optimism come out of that shell once in a while. I'm not in the shell. Okay. Yannick Yannick Ngakwe, guys, could not stand playing with Jacksonville, so the team met his demands and traded him. ESPN is reporting the defensive end is joining forces with the Vikings, who send a second-round draft pick and a conditional selection to the Jags. Yannick has to sign his franchise tag first for the transaction to complete. Meanwhile, the Lakers body slam the Trailblazers 131-122 and lock up the first-round series in five games. Here's Blazers head coach Terry Stotts spinning his latest loss positively. What they had done tonight against a really good team, um, you know, they could have they could have cashed it in. They didn't. And I was really I was really proud of the way they competed and thought we had a chance. No Damian Lillard in Game Five. That complicated things too. The Rockets take a crowbar to the Thunder, 114 to 80, to take a 3-2 lead overall in that series. The Thunder vomiting from the three-point line, Ugh. seven of 46. That's wow. typical Andy Furman from the line, and that's probably what you know. Wait just a minute, that, by the way. Wait, wait just a minute. Back up. Put the brakes on. Yeah. Now you you make fun of me, you harass me, you bully me. That's okay. I can handle it. <laughs> When you talk about athletic feats, now I'll challenge you for free throws. Matter of fact, I may have a mini Olympics with you. We'll choose 10 events, 10 events, and I'll beat you in seven out of the 10. Okay. How's that? How's that? Wow. 10 you athletic can't events. Count, You're getting you can't count backgammon, cup stacking. Yeah. You know, like heads Billiards. up, seven up. You Billiards. can't do that. You have to actually consider an athletic event because yeah. Andy, the only I, thing, and I will. I the will. only thing athletic you do these days is walking around your house with only yeah. a fedora on. That's it. You Nothing know else. And you're painting a real poor picture because when I do get you on the battlefield, you'll be crying. Well, you'll be crying. That's fine. Care All to right. dream. You know but what? The, you let's got, talk we, about we this. We started off the show with your jacked up back and your legs yeah, are screwed up. Now I'm you're okay just talking now. tough. Oh, now you're looking out. Andy Furman. So this that, is three hours of Andy venting. No, no, this no, is... no. The blue emu helped me out. The blue emu cured me. I've been using blue emu. Well, okay, now you're good to go. Yeah, huh? and my shoulder massages. All right. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> well, save this argument for your podcast, okay? I will, yeah. Big you're, boy. You're coming on, daddy. All right, uh, finally, guys, three NBA games on the lineup today. Raptors and Celtics crack open their second-round series. Then it's the Clippers and Mavs, followed by the Nuggets and Jazz. And one note here. Denver's Gary Harris reportedly going to make his bubble debut. He's been maligned with a strained hip, but this should give a boost to Denver as they go into game six with Utah. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No. 
I want to see you make your bubble debut. The, the see Brian Fenley make a bubble debut. All you That's know is see. all you know about a bubble is a bubble bath you have one every morning. Try. By the way, Andy Furman, a couple yeah. of thoughts here, real fast. I didn't yes, know sir. this. Seven for forty-six. OKC was from three-point range, as Brian Fenley just. So eloquently, eloquently pointed out. Okay, I that will is, say that's fifteen point two percent. That's just over fifteen percent from three. By the way, by the way, geeks yes. that right here. The Lakers in Game One against the Blazers, they were fifteen point six percent from three. And the last couple of games, they're about thirty nine percent. Last night, they're right around forty four percent. The game prior, all of a sudden, the Lakers heated up from three point range. You have to see that from OKC if they want right. to. End and AD had a lot to do with that, Anthony oh. Davis. But I'm going to say this. The three of us, you, Brian Fenley, and me, and I know it's not a game situation. No one's going to guard us. But if I took 46 threes, I'd make more than seven. How's I don't that? Know. I don't yeah, know that you I would. would. I'd yeah, have to would. see it. Right, okay. see when that. you shoot it underhand, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'm going to break your arm so you won't NBA, be able to shoot. I don't know about that, Andy. NBA three-point range. It's tough. I, I, I don't know. I know. I, you you know even, and I'm not talking trash. I don't I know that you hit seven out of 46. I practice on the rim in my backyard. I got, I got a basket. I got a hoop in my backyard. Can you right? even get it to the rim from an NBA oh three-point line? Do you have the strength <laughs> You're making me out like, the, like, like I'm a cripple. With really? Those, Come on. Those five-pound dumbbells you work every morning? Oh, wow. Hey, by the way, Another quick you will eat those here. words. Real quick, Andy Furman. I think that the Jaguars this year, they're like last year's version of the Dolphins. Right? The Jags are just having a fire sale. They've gotten rid of right. all kinds of players. Well, they they're for probably the going to get rid of Leonard Fournette here shortly as well. So they're... It's like an organizational tank. I think they're going to fight hard. They're going to be like the Blazers last night. They're going to fight hard. They're going to give good effort. They're going to win a couple of games. Right. But, man, the organization is getting rid of good players left and right. Yeah, let me check out their schedule. Let me see who they're playing. What the schedule looks like. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. They got the good radio here. Yeah, there it is. Indy. They open up with Indy at home. Tennessee, then Miami. They probably, they could, well, they could win one out of the three. They'll probably beat your Dolphins. (laughs) I think they will. Maybe two will be played by It's a by tough then. schedule, too, for, it is. for Jacksonville. I love this. Let's go knee-deep into Jacksonville Jaguar talk on the national stage. No, that's let's the just, end of it. Let's get nuts here. That's- but real fast, real fast. They play the AFC West, top to bottom. That's a tough division. They also play the NFC South, which is arguably the toughest division in football. So, I mean, kind of good news for the Jags if you want to get the number one overall pick. You yeah. might as well have a fire sale and play a tough schedule in the meantime, you know? Yeah, and no one's going to be watching the games anyway because there's going to be no fans in the stands, so who cares? Poor Gardner Minshew. He's Ugh. got a chance to start, and they're just having a fire sale getting rid of dudes that are actually good. Got a pretty good mustache, though. He really does. By the way, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Less than 10 minutes, less than maybe 7 minutes now. Nose picks right around the bend. But good or bad, University of Kentucky basketball coach Cal Perry. John Calipari addressed the social issues of the day. And you know, if there's going to be a way to get on a stage and get some ink out there, it's going to be John Calipari. And I love John Calipari, really. But he said white privilege has helped him throughout his life and his career. Interesting, you know. Uh, To be that quite honest in front of his players, 
I, I, I give him props for that. He says, I'm white privileged, even though I grew up the way I grew up. Uh, he was raised in a steel town in Pennsylvania. I was still white, which means I had an advantage. I had one pair of tennis shoes, but that didn't matter. You know, interesting. It really is. And I think his players, when hearing that, probably really respected him. I guess. I mean, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. I don't know, man. It's one of these deals where I don't know if that has a profound impact or anything. Uh, Look, there are a lot of statements being flown here, there, everywhere. I, I really don't know. Some of them have impact. Some of them stick. Others are just like, all right, cool, Cal. Nice. All right, fine. Whatever. I, if he's, um, I don't know, he's aware of some of his advantages growing up. And uh, okay, I don't know that that has a profound impact with how he's viewed from his players. It's just, okay, he made a statement. Great. Fine. Awesome. Right. But one other statement which he made, because there's some movement now at the University of Kentucky to change the name of Rupp Arena. Because they claim Ed Ophrup was was a racist, okay? And you could argue that, yay or nay, whatever you may feel. It may represent racism and exclusion, the name Rupp Arena. But to me, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong here, but help me out. That was the norm of the day, what what Adolf Rupp did in the SEC and basically what coaches did. They didn't take African-American players. It doesn't make a correct, it certainly doesn't make a correct today, but what do you do? Do you ignore history and, and take away everything that he's accomplished, take his name off the building? I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision because I think it's a lose-lose. It really is. I, I don't know. Guy was a great coach, been there for a long, long time, you know, a hero in many people's minds. But yes, you know, he had racist tendencies and that was the norm of the day. What do you do? Well, yeah, that's the thing, man, is <laughs> like this. It's not a good time to be a racist. <laughs> like a, well, it, ne- it never, it never should have been, but especially, right. and, and, and that's good, right? Like, I'm glad that we're finally making strides with that. But, man, being a racist has never aged well, especially now, and good. Um, but I understand what you're saying, Andy, where that was customary. I think I would compare it like this. The Washington football team, they got rid of a – basically a monument or a plaque outside the stadium because there was a dude that he was the last to integrate. Like, that's the thing. I think the details really matter here, Andy, where if you're the last to the party or you've showed racist tendencies outside of what was the norm of not having black players back in that day and age, if there was more on the plate, like, yeah, I have no problem with your name being removed. Uh, it, I just, I think that the details do matter when it comes to any of those situations. Well, it, it's crazy. And look, uh, University of Cincinnati had a baseball stadium uh, on campus named after March shot. They took the name off because right. of a racist remark. So her name yeah. is off. And the Boston Red Sox were the last team in, in the American League, maybe in Major League Baseball, to hire an African-American player. Pumpsy Green was the player, and he was the last one, I believe, in baseball to, to go to Major League Baseball. And uh, it was the Boston Red Sox that did it. So, you know, it, it's crazy. But again, it, you can't. You can't ignore that. It's happened, and you can't erase history, but what do you do? I mean, do you just tear down everything? I just, it is history, and it's part of history, and it's not Look, healthy. Man, it's, it's still, it comes back to this, Andy. It's, I'll say it real fast. I've said this with the, you know, like the Confederate monuments and all of that stuff. There are a lot of people, white people, that look at it and say, that's history. Why are we erasing history? Right. I look at it like this. 
if you're a black person and you walk by that, that doesn't feel the same way where it's like, eh, shoulder shrug, it's just history, you know? Eh, it doesn't go any deeper than that. No, it does go deeper it does, than that. It does. And right. I look at it like this. I put it in a sports context. Whatever your favorite team is to root for, imagine if they had a monument of a terrible moment in your team's history. Do you think you'd be like, eh, it's just history? And you just walk into the stadium? No. If right. it's, I, I don't know why this popped into my head. Remember the Hail Mary from Cordell Stewart to <laughs> Michael Westbrook against Michigan? Imagine if you're a diehard Michigan fan, you're walking into the stadium, and there's a monument of Michael Westbrook just reaching out to catch the Hail Mary. You wouldn't be like, eh, it's right. history. You'd be like, tear that down right now. And that's how black people feel about those monuments. And they should. That are commemorating slave owners and uh, like come on like confederate generals and just think of it in the sports context and hopefully it makes a whole lot more sense there you go brian no always making sense of things i'm andy Furman. together we are fox sports sunday on fox sports radio and this phone call really stinks and we'll tell you why next you're listening to fox sports radio radio Nose picks coming right up. That's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman with Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. About 10 minutes before the top of the hour. By the way, at the top of the hour, which would be 9 a.m. on the East Coast, Mike Harmon and LeVar Arrington. Harmon and Arrington. You can get them on iHeartMedia app on Sirius XM 83, and of course on many of these same FSR affiliates, Harmon and Arrington at the top of the hour. But right now it's time for my guy, my partner, Brian No, and Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, Andy Furman, good news. Last week, winning week, two and one, huh? The Lakers, good. Blazers over, came in. Also, the Sixers fighting to stave off elimination. They didn't succeed at that, but they succeeded plus eight. Against the Celtics last Sunday. So winning week for yours truly. Good. Good. Let's try to build on that momentum over here. I'm going to go with the Clippers in game six. I don't want to be reactionary to game five when they won in a blowout. But I think Paul George got it going. They're the better team. No Porzingis. I think they win by 11 points at least today against the Mavs. So give me the clips. Good. I like that. Agreement from you. I'm going to look at this Denver-Utah game. It's been a score fest. Right? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, they've been tremendous. I'm going to take the over 219 and a half. Let's get to 220 at a minimum today. What do you say to that? Not bad. Not bad. They're scoring machines, yes. I hate to do this. Uh Uh-oh. Baseball. I'm going to pick against my St. Louis Cardinals over here. All right? The Indians have won a franchise record 10 road games in a row. So I'm going to take them on the road today against my Redbirds. I hate to do this, but you got to put your heart to the side and bet with logic here, Andy Furman. So I'm going to take the Indians minus 125 on the road against the Cardinals here today. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, 3-0? I I, I like the clips. I like that 
over on 219 in Denver, Utah. Uh-huh. I worry about the cards. I'd be okay. I'd be fine with the cards winning and going 2-1 and one this week. We'll see how it shakes out. All but right. it's your time, Andy Furman. It's that time to go your own way. What do you have Okay, for I'm going to talk about a poop phone. Sanitation workers cleaning out a vault toilet. And the Flathead National Forest in Montana said that they found a poop-soaked phone at the bottom of the toilet tank. And they were shocked to discover that it still works. A1 Sanitation cleaning out the tank of the vault toilet near Holland Lake when they spotted the iPhone 11 Pro at the bottom of the tank. They said uh, they were unable to get any information from the phone because the screen was locked and employees at Verizon and Apple said they were unable to access the information on the device without the owner's permission. But the team finally was able to get some identifying information by popping the device's SIM card into another phone. They left a voicemail for the owner and the owner was a resident of Helena, Montana or Helena, Montana, Helena, Helena, whatever it may be. <laughs> and she said that you guys must have had to pump out the toilets because that's the last place I saw that phone. And she was shocked that it still worked. How do you like that? Poop fest. phone. Is it? Is it Helena? That's the I'm capital, the poo poo right? king. Right? Hel- no? Helena, Helena, Helena. Helena? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's the capital. I know that. I'm going to tell you a little story here, Andy Furman, about Solomon the Friendly Tortoise. Okay? <laughs> this is in Ashland City, Tennessee. Solomon the Friendly Tortoise, he broke out. All right? This has been a, a childhood pet, and he hit the highway. Right? 150-pound tortoise. Someone else found him about an eighth of a mile away from the home after 74 days away from home. So I find that to be very funny. 74 days, Solomon the tortoise made it about eighth of a mile. He's back to his home. They're very happy. Very happy he's back. Sounds great. But our time is up. We want to thank everybody for theirs. Have a great day. Have a better week. And we'll see you next Sunday right here on Fox Sports. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.